Bringing to the table, this your girl Sylvia. She, her, and hers. This is Tori. She and hers. And we're here. We're episode thirty nine. All right, feeling fine. Forty, almost forty. Number thirty nine, feeling really <laughs> fine because we're thirty nine. <laughs> do you All remember right. that? Um, do you remember that? It was a, um, I think it was a computer based game. Um, you don't Pong? know Jack? Do you remember that? No. Ah, that was what fun. was that? What makes you think of that? Well, that my little jingle I just did there. Yeah. Um, so I think it was ran through the computer or DVD. I can't remember, can't remember which. Oh, wait a minute. Is it like it's a... It's like a game show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you don't so, know. And they ask you questions. Yeah. And then like there would be little jingles like yeah. number 39, feeling really fine. Oh, like, so that's from that? that. No, oh. it was not from that, but oh, it, oh. it would be something to that equivalent. Oh. Like, oh. yeah, but I know I don't I just remember it, was fun, it, but I never played it. It was a good party game. If you had a party, oh, okay. you put it on the TV, oh. you get teams, you play against each other. It yeah. was like having a game show in your house. Oh, yeah. Never, All right. Never played it. So here we are. Number 39. One more to 40. Yeah. Middle aged podcasters doing bones are bones stuff. are creaking. Starting to creak. <laughs> you know, we're forgetting some, some things for no reason at all. <laughs> I wake up and my neck is hurt and I can't turn my head and I've done nothing. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, when I was a kid, did you ever get one of those like uh, crick in your neck? Well, of course. Okay. So yeah. when I was a kid, though, it was like if you slept wrong. Yeah. And you're, so yeah. you'd be like your head yeah. would be on your shoulder yeah. the whole day because you, you couldn't turn it. Yeah. 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 The, uh, you know, so when I was a kid. But now... It's like, holy crap. Like, oh my God. what is this crick in my neck? I know. I had you one know? about a month or so ago. Like, I couldn't even move. I couldn't turn my head. Yeah. And I hadn't done anything. Yeah. But slept. Was it after a disco? No. Oh. No. Oh, so we couldn't blame I'm it on you, that. I hadn't done anything. Wow. But slept. Wow. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, How was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was good. Very low key. Low key. I love that. Uh, cooked up some, you know, good grab. Nice. Uh, stayed in the PJs. Nice. Um, Everything was, you know, I, it was just the four of us. So it was just. Did you guys eat and then like do anything? No. Watch movie together? No. Like, we just ate. You ate and everybody went their separate up. directions. Everybody went separate directions in the house. Some Everybody people got on the little, iPad. Somebody people, in the yes. You I was in my craft room. room. Um, yeah, we had our and family time. We're done. Boom. Yeah. Go. And, and but at the same time, it's like we're. But you feel the energy yeah. of everybody still yeah. here. Like we're all together. Right. Which yeah, is yeah. nice. Yeah. You know, I like that. I like nice. everybody kind of doing their own thing, but we're still like nice. together. Yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. that's cool. We had what about a you? traditional Chinese food dinner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> A not uh, un Thanksgiving. We had um, my because you did my say you Jewish didn't want to be. You did say you didn't want to celebrate. Said what was that, that 
there's a lot of Jewish people that end up doing that on Thanksgiving. They'll oh, just order get Chinese, Chinese food. food or go out to Chinese. Hey, food. I like Chinese. I food. said, okay, cool. I was Jewish for a day. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> um, or you experienced Judaism. I, yeah, I, I tried it out. Yeah. Tried yeah. it on. Did you like it? Yarmulke didn't fit. I'm gonna go back to my <laughs> um, agnostic ways. Not atheist, agnostic. There's a difference. Um, I believe there's something, but I ain't gonna call it God. <laughs> Um, no, it was chill. It was chill. We, you know, we ate, we had enough that we could eat twice. Oh, nice. Uh, I think, during the uh, day or twice, like one day well, no, during and then lunch. the next day. Well, actually we had two days of it. Yeah. Oh. So we, cause we, uh, had lunch. So we had it for experience lunch time. the, uh, yeah, we got the same thing of leftovers. Yeah. 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 Except yeah, for so Chinese. It was Chinese. It was yeah. Chinese leftovers. Yeah. Chicken, I like the Chinese, Chinese, the Chinese chicken. I like Chinese. I, I like I mean, it. I mean, I like it's, the spices of it. I mean, we and had, I, I ordered uh, sweet and, not sweet and sour, um, salt and pepper squid. Oh. And they put jalapenos with it. Oh. oh that's good. Oh. But wow. like fresh jalapenos. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And green onions. And then you just get a, get a piece of that squid with a jalapeno on it. Mm. Good. Like I, I think I'm ordering some DoorDash right now. <laughs> good, good shit. Um, and then what? What did we do? We I think we did kind of the same thing. Like Andy watched, you know, whatever he was watching. And well, then, the football games, right? Uh, yeah, we watched some football, but I didn't get too much too much into it. Oh, okay. um, I actually ended up doing art. Oh, making some. So art. you had yeah, your art own crap, yeah. arts and craft day. Yeah, yeah. All I right. did some art and I watched uh, episodes of Catfish. I've been watching that lately. I still can't believe to this day and age people fall for that. Oh, yeah. Like, Like, even if you were, when you think about it, it's like you say, well, send me a picture. You're just trusting that the person sending you an actual picture. Well, here's the thing, though, is that at some point, like when it first started, I don't know, like maybe 2010 ish, I think is when it started. Um, the whole not everybody had video chatting capacities not yeah. everybody had a skype account or they did it on um, myspace right where you kind of you know back in the day with myspace you could pretend that you were somebody else you can pretend who you are on anything right. now i mean right. still the thing is then it was a little bit easier yeah to say oh well i don't have a video chat yeah so sorry i can't video chat you yeah but now, you got people in 2019 still doing this shit, claiming, saying they can't video chat when everybody's got a smartphone everybody has a and smartphone. they're on Facebook. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so and, and somehow it's believed. And, you know, the show itself, it, you always know at some point it's going to be either uh, the opposite sex of who the person thinks they're talking to or someone that is, let's just say it fat. Yeah. It's like, that's what they all, it's like, so they're setting it up. Like, that's okay. how they set up the show. Like, so is it kind of like that one show, kind of like Cheaters, where, you know, they, they're like, oh, I think my man is cheating or my lady's cheating. Mm-hmm. And so they follow them around and then they're like, okay, we got to tell you something. Not we quite know. like that. And then they have cameras and stuff. No, that, it's oh, okay. more of a, so like. I would write in and say, yeah, I've been talking to this guy for the last two years. And, you know, here's the pictures he sent me. This is what he says his name is, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, every time I say let's meet up, he's got an excuse why he can't meet up. And I'm wondering if he's married. Right. And every time I think, you know, I try to get him to video chat, he says Mm -hmm. his camera's broken. Like, you know, there's always excuses. And so then they come in. And so they get everything that the person has you know, available has available like all the evidence the phone number i mean Social some people media accounts. some people talk to these people on the phone right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. talk over the phone 
And so they get all the phone numbers, social media. And so then they go, Neve and uh, Max, the yeah. um, the co-host, go online and search. Like they'll do people search. They'll do, um, you know, there's a way in Google where you can take an image and put put it in there and it'll find it if it's anywhere. What? You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. So like you could take a, a picture of me, take, whatever, and you pop it in this you thing. Put it in the and search. Any kind and of if it shows up anywhere on the internet, it'll come up. Are you yeah. serious? So even if I, even if somebody did a selfie with me mm-hmm. and it wasn't my mm-hmm. my, and I'm not tagged in mm-hmm. it, so facial recognition. Yeah. So is, if they have posted it like on their site, yeah, it'll it'll yeah, yeah. Big Brother is watching you. So they go through and they look and they do all this computer investigating. And they always set it up the same way. So, uh, you know, I would say 80% of their stories is never the person that the person is talking to. I mean, because obviously the the entertainment of the show is is to see what the big um, reveal is. So they'll do it where in the recent seasons they've made it. So now they'll um, they'll contact the person that is the actual person in the photos yeah and sometimes have them do a video message to the person saying hey sylvia this is tom and um apparently you think you've been talking to me for the last two years but we've never met i don't know you i'm sorry this has happened you know to you boo 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 like good luck yeah so they get that person to actually say you ain't been talking to me it's been somebody else. Yeah. I don't know who, exactly. but somebody else. And so then they'll use usually the phone number of the person yeah. and they'll call that person. And then they'll and be like, hey, um, this is Neve uh, from Catfish. And, you know, your friend Sylvia has been trying to meet you. And, you know, we, she knows now you're not the person you say you are, but she still wants to meet you. And now, do they ever find out how that person is connected to the one that they were saying they were oh sometimes it's they just people find the pictures on the internet oh so sometimes people they steal, don't even have no you they, just steal you have no idea like, that person there was one case of this lady who literally had been having for years where this girl was taking her pictures and putting a profile and then bullying people in her school like it started in high school so this girl had taken um so girl Somebody, a yeah had taken girl B's photos, made a profile under her name, and then were commenting <gasps> and bullying people as this girl. Oh. And so that girl would go to school and be like, hey, um, like people would be mean to her, uh-huh. like you're mean, you're a mean person. And she's like, I didn't know what was going on until I found out this fake profile of me was out there. <gasps> wow. And so then it went away for a while and then it reappeared. Like she was, and and then they don't find out who it is. So they did. (gasps) Then that girl was, I'm sorry, nutty or in a fruitcake. Like she, she got issues. She got (laughs) clearly, obviously, like real. Like it was one of those episodes. I was like, oh my god, because she was laughing about it. She's like, that's just that's funny. It's funny, Uh, and that's who I am, and I can do that, and just. Oh, it's off the chain. It could it's be scary to have somebody like that. That's what you she, imagine you're getting older. That's what the lady said. She like, does something like that. Like, I'm 20 years old now. I'm going to try. I'm trying to find jobs. I'm trying to, you know. Yeah. And I got this person out there on the Internet bullying other people under my name. Right. With my picture. Right. Yeah. 
And then there's like, you know, people I wonder who if they are, could sue somebody like that. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that comes to a point where you're like defamation yeah, of character. Maybe. Something. I don't know. Yeah. And then, um, you know, other people are like, you know, models. And so they get their pictures stolen and, oh. you know, then people use them as them. And it's, like, I, I mean, know. is that like one of those things where you're, you're eventually going to have to meet some, I mean, meet the person. I mean, is your, the holdout that for five years, you think most people you're think not going to never meet- have to meet this person that they can just keep putting them off and putting them off and wow. putting them off because, you know, typically it's not. It's not unusual for the catfish to have multiple people on the line, so to speak. Oh, geez. So, like, if, you know, I'm communicating with you, and then eventually you're just like, you know what? You know yeah. everyone want to meet. I'm done. I'm not yeah. going to do this anymore. Yeah. Close it up. Well, I got, like, two or three other people that I'm stringing on, and, you know, that I'm selling some hot. And they're getting chicken. kicks out of this. They're getting yeah, some, some kind of, them, of rush. Some of them are just getting getting entertained a lot. Some of them, you know, because they have very low self-esteem. They'd say it's a way for them to feel good about sexy themselves. time in the in there too. Some people will send a sexy time picture to these people, <laughs> and that's like if you send a sexy time picture and they won't send one back. Hello, yeah. red flag. Right. Hello, red flag. But right. I'm, I'm PSA. Don't send sexy time pictures. Period. If you send a sexy time picture, <laughs> do not put your face in it. Yeah. <laughs> Just then don't. you can deny and deny and deny. That that ain't unless you, you have, unless some, you have like, some kind of mark, mark or tattoo or something that's yeah. recognizable. But they, I mean, there's yeah. been there were guys, girls that said, yeah. "Yeah, I sent pictures," and they'll be always like, "With your face in it," and well, yeah, never yeah. send your face. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't. Yeah, just don't. So some of the people that are catfishing people. They have really low self-esteem. Yeah. And so they do say it becomes almost like an addiction for them of it's someone telling them they're beautiful and that they're lovable. And, you know, so it's filling that void and then they can't stop. So it's just like, you know, they try to shut it down, but then. Yeah, they're they're getting that. They need that. that, Yeah, they need that that. connection. Yeah, what what all human beings want is connection and love. Yeah. And they're getting that. Right. And so they they can't stop right yeah and so, then they don't build up their own confidence yeah because they just know? keep doing it and keep doing it because there's somebody out there for everybody you know or but there's you- sex toys <laughs> 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 and what ai dolls now <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah those real yeah. those real ones from china <laughs> from china china <laughs> I want one with a vagina. So <laughs> how did we get on this? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I did on my Thanksgiving. I watched episodes of Catfish. <laughs> that's what I did. I ordered, <laughs> ordered Chinese food ordered and doll. watched Catfish and ordered a doll. I didn't order a doll. I got a, got a real life human in my house. That's funny. All right. All right. Do we have any what's updates? Uh, I don't. I do. I have uh, three. What is your what's update? I have All three. Right. I'm going right. to start with... Uh, one of the more recent ones. Well, not recent ones. Well, I'll do this one first and then we'll go back to the other one. Um, so where the hell did it go? Shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, New York is from the Huff Post. So we did this one a couple episodes ago. Uh, so New York state legislators aim to ban the purity exams after T.I.'s comments. The rapper recently described his disturbing annual ritual of taking his daughter to the doctor to confirm she is still a virgin. Um, New York state lawmakers introduced a legislation this week that would ban doctors from performing or supervising virginity exams or purity exams. Um 
This is uh, doctors performing exams typically check to see whether a female's patient's hymen is intact, even though medical professionals do not consider it a reliable indicator of past sexual activity. As a memo attached to the legislation notes, there is no medical or scientific definition of virginity. Rather, virginity is a social and religious construct. Uh, and there's, a me- is there a medical purpose for it? Mm-mm. So, no medical purpose for it. Um, it's, it's not it's like we're checking for archaic something. Yeah, no, it's archaic, um, misogynistic, patriarchal. Because I was talking to people about women's it, bodies are not their own. About the article, about T.I., what uh-huh. he said, uh-huh. um, with not not 100% loyal listeners. Like, they're, okay. the, they're the listeners that will check Come in, in every now. once in a while. Okay. okay. Um, and their perspective was, it's his kid. He should be able to do whatever he wants. No. And I'm like, uh, so child abuse? I mean... You can hit your kid whenever you want because you want. Like you can beat the shit out of your yeah. kid until my kid. I, I, I can do what I want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So no, I don't subscribe to that. No, there is no medical reason for that. Right. There's, it's traumatic experience, and mm-hmm. I, you know, as a woman, and knowing that uh, the minute that you engage in sexual activity, as far as like you know. Um, mm-hmm intercourse Mm -hmm. that's when women need to start having pap smears right because you know of right just diseases and all the other kind of stuff so but if you don't have sexual activity the doctor's not going down there to investigate anything there's no there's no reason reason for it you know to be just investigating just and even as you're sitting there your legs are up on those little stirrups you're on that paper yes rips and I mean, I, I'm sweating because I'm and nervous. And it's cold in the doctor's so office. The, the paper's sticking to my butt. Yeah. And then they're always like, scoot down oh, a little bit exactly. more. Exactly. Scoot down a little yes. bit more. So your ass And I'm like, fun. how much yeah. further can I scoot down? <laughs> right. And then your feet are in those stirrups. And you're like spread to the for the and, whole world to see. And the doctor's trying to have chit chat with you. Right. So how's work going? Yeah. I, I, like, don't, I mean, just, let's get this done. And see, let's and get I'm this like, done. I don't need to talk I, about and it. And I let's can get, get it to where like people are like, I'm not even in my body. Because that's where I go. I'm like, I got to pretend <laughs> that, yeah, I have to pretend <laughs> that I am somewhere else. But that's, the point is that it's traumatizing. It's not, a, yeah, it's, it's not it's fun. It's not a fun, I want to go no. get my yearly no. exam. So if your kid is not engaged mm-hmm. in sexual behavior at all, yeah, you're traumatizing your kid all for your Selfish reasons. You said this when we did the story to begin with. You're teaching your daughter that your her body's is not hers. Right, right. That you have proprietary say over her body. And and what is this? And the attitude. This my kid. I could do whatever I want. Where like, what are you going to give a dowry away to his? Yeah, you know, highest bidder. Two goats and a fucking whatever. Because this is your property to give away. Like, yeah, yeah. No, we need to be teaching our ladies and our girls. Uh, to have, you know, to feel, even though with our laws and stuff, we don't have control over our bodies. Right. But we need to start teaching them and empowering them that, yes, we need to continue to fight to own our yeah. own bodies. These, our, these when, are our bodies. I mean, and this girl was 16 when it started. Yeah. 
So at that point, she's at an age where she can consent to her own medical treatment. Right. That unless you, and that's what the, you know, the story originally covered was the doctor was saying, I can't tell you unless your daughter says, right. I can tell you. And he basically. His response was threatens the daughter and yeah. like, you ain't got to then hide. And, you know, so that's yeah. the power differential right. in the room as well. Like. Uh, right. Yeah. I so, mean, how, what is she going to be? What mental damage is being done? Uh, again. Somebody else controls your mm -hmm. body. You have no control over your body. Yep. And, you know, part of what we were talking about, um, you know, when people talk about, well, what what's the big deal? What what is tra how does trauma affect you? Ugh. You know, and it's like people don't quite understand how trauma affects brain development. Exactly. And when something and and again, as I'm saying, I've been through those pap smears year in, year out. They're never, they're not, it's very traumatic experience. There's not women. I don't know. Well, maybe there is. Uh, maybe. But I would say of my lifetime on this earth of spending time and talking to other women, I have not countered one woman in my life that says, oh yeah, I, I like going I'm to gonna get, go my get, get my pap smear. I can't wait to go get my pap smear. Yeah. 99.99% of them are like, oh, I got to get my and I could perhaps oh, say go. 100% of the time of getting my pap, I never enjoyed it. No, I've never once enjoyed it. <laughs> I, so 100% never, never enjoyed it. Never once. So, you know, for me, it's like the kids, we should just let kids be kids. Yeah, just and let her let, have her, take care of her own body. And educate about her about her body. Trust. Say, you know. Your, trust your body is worthy of respect to you. and dignity and it belongs to you and you get to decide who touches it and doesn't and who, touch it. Exactly. And you get to decide what you want to do sex wise and not want to do sex wise. Right. And, you know, even, you know, at some point talk about, well, how would pleasurable sex be for you? Like, don't right. fucking take her in. And actually, this article did say that apparently at like the aftermath of uh -huh. all that is that, um, there was uh, Harris, the daughter, seemed to indicate she did not want to actually submit to the exams. Oh. Like, yeah, again, so, she, so like, like there was this pressure. power, power differential, differential of daddy saying, I need to know, you know, you're going to, you're going to sign this thing. Yeah. Because what else is going to happen? Because like, I'm your dad. Right. Right. And like, you know, like you said, like, what if she didn't? So here's the thing. Now she's grown. Now she's married. And guess what? Her husband says, you're going to do this because mm -hmm. you're going to give, you're going to have sex with me because I'm your husband. Right. And that's my body. Now. That's right. Yeah. You know, that's how trauma affects decisions. Exactly. So she's not going to feel empowered enough to say, hell no, get the hell out of my house. Right. You know, the, the, when we disempower young girls, mm -hmm. we really disempower soon to be mothers. Yes. You know, yes. so. I'm all about empowering women. So we'll see where this legislation goes. Um, it would subject doctors to penalties of for professional misconduct, along with potential criminal sex assault charges for performing or supervising any of the exams. So we'll see. We'll see what happens to it. Good, because I think I think that would be considered sexual assault. I, I think so. Yeah. When, when you're up in there examining, I feel something. like though, like so, if this, you know, if this goes into effect and. You know, say again, a dad like Ti does this. I think not only the doctor, but I, I think, think the, the, dad. the dad should be a, a if dad's a in there, conspirator yeah. in the sexual assault. Yeah, because if you're the one 
basically giving your daughter over to be sexually assaulted, right. you should be held. You should be held accountable well. for that. Yeah, because there's absolutely yeah. no reason for it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, what's we, your other what's update? I got. I got two. I got two more. Do I got two yeah, more? Yeah. You all said right. we're gonna have to take a break, and I'll come back to him because okay. we chatted too much about catfish. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll be right back. All right. All right, we're back to what are you bringing to the table? Back from our breaky break into uh, the other two stories I your, have of your what? What is your what's update? Wicked, wicked, yeah. Um, the other one is a story we did several episodes ago about the composting, human composting, uh, Washington being That's the right. state that yeah. passed that passed that uh, we the bill do human composting. Yeah. So the first ever human composting site will open in 2021 in Seattle. Jason! Jason! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the uh, first world's first ever composting site, Recompose, will open its doors in spring of 2021 I'm wondering if they'll allow Seattle. people to tour. I mean, oh, I would think so. I would be curious. I mean, it'd be the same as like a... You know, funeral home. Like, I want to see. What, I want to see where know. my loved one is. Yeah. So, um, the uh, sites, the plans were drawn up. Um, the eighteen thousand five hundred square foot facility uh, is a light filled space decorated with an abundance of greenery that can be moved around. Oh. Um, the space is comprised of seventy five hexagonal shaped vessels where bodies are stored for decomposition, and all the vessels are stacked, looking like a beehive, around a gathering space meant for ceremonies. Oh, um, so it's so the pictures of the place. I mean, the rendition they're, they're beautiful. Uh, I remember from the last article that they showed, uh, you know, one of the the pods. the pods. Yeah. So it's basically your body lays in, looks like a, you know, like a covering of some sort. It's probably, you know, biodegradable decomposing. Mm -hmm. And you just, you're on a bed of uh, wood chips. Roses. <laughs> a bed of roses. <laughs> um, Recomposes pat patent pending method involves placing bodies in one of moisture and temperature controlled vessel vessels filled with wood chips, alfalfa, and straw. In just 30 days, the microbial activity, the body breaks down into soil. So 30 days, your soil. Um, <laughs> recompose, recomposes human composting consumes just one-eighth of the energy required for cremation. Wow. So it's even more fuel efficient than cremation. Wow. Well, and here's the thing is with cremation, I mean, you're they're they've got gas going to mm -hmm. get it hot enough to actually burn you. Yeah. Um, so there's fossil fuels being used yeah. for that. Yeah. This sounds like there is no fossil fuels. It's nope. just nature just taking nature's. its course. Um, um, embalming requires chemicals and stuff that's yeah. bad for the environment. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds like, hey, if we can get you, I'm assuming. How quickly can they start this whole process? Like, I if I die right today, you just go. You three just, days later, I can be put the, on the freezer the for a little bit. Send it right? to the, the, the recompost. And then I'm thawing out. 30 days later, you're soil. <laughs> 30 days later, yeah. you're ready uh, for the garden. The human composting process generates around a cubic yard of soil from the human body. Am I ready for the Mourners garden? Mourners can choose to keep to keep the resulting soil or recompose can use it to help reforest land in South Southern Washington for the garden. You can put it in the garden. 
You put it in the garden. You can put it in your house plants. Hey. Well, you can't because you'd be uh, dead. Oh, yeah. But yeah. your loved ones, they could grow a tree. <laughs> and then that and then, tree is you. Creeping that around. Tree is you. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Come on, Stephen King. I see I'll a do book. It. I see a book here I'll for do Stephen it. King. I'm oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it. it's more natural. I wonder what the cost is. It doesn't say what the cost is. I think the last article did talk about it, and it was in between cremation and an actual oh, like. Then funeral. that's not that bad. Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't deadly expensive, yeah. but it also wasn't cheap either. I, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm you out. Know, I'm wondering if, uh, what is it? Recompose? Recompose. I'm going to see if they got a Facebook well, they probably got a website. Well, they do have a website. I'm did did you check it? it. Yeah, click on it. There's click on it and let's see what... I mean, they might have... Recompose.life. Okay. Um, oh, you could get a job there. <laughs> oh, pass. Um, I don't know. I think it would be, uh, you know, grief uh, counselor. You could be a grief counselor there. Um... Let's see if it says team jobs. News, you said recompose.life? Dot life. Yeah. Oh, there it looks like they're taking investors. Oh. Invest in the future of death care. Oh. Your investments helped us to reimagine our relationship with death. So, oh. 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 Offering total raise. They're trying to make six mil. Um, well. Hey, you could be an investor in this. This might be the, the future. Oh, I think say... so. I mean, there's a picture in here. It looks very nice. Doesn't uh, it? Very, um, what's the word? Very, uh, what's, you know, futuristic. Yeah. You know, oh, where the good. pods are on the side. Um, we are tentatively aiming for 5500 for the recompost service. For context, green burial in Washington is around 6,000. A cremation can range between 1,000 to 7,000 and a conventional barrier up to uh, 8,000 or more. Huh. 500. So 5,000 is not that bad. Right. For, for, yeah, for, for a funeral. I mean, then you're probably, they I'm probably assuming that's charge like, like, uh, like you want to do a service there. There's yeah. Probably that, yeah. Those extras. Fee. Yeah. So yeah. probably the bottom of the line is hey, put them in this box and then we'll store them over yeah. here. And then for you to get all the bells and whistles, uh, then you're looking so you at. you cannot sign up for a pre-arrangement at this time. But it says sign up for updates here and you'll be notified when we have a way for you to sign up in advance. Uh, when I die, can I have my body transported to the Recompose Seattle? Yes. Once Recompose Seattle is opens its doors, we will be able to accept bodies from out of state or country. Oh, You okay. can work their local funeral home in your area to arrange transportation or families can transport the body themselves. I you can transport? That. I thought that was illegal. I don't know. Is it? Apparently it's not. I mean, it's not. Oh, please aware local laws on transport vary oh. and moving a body may require an appropriate permit and of specialized course. container depending on regulations. So, what? Yes. But not putting them in the, uh, you know, the Griswold <laughs> rocking in chair. The van. <laughs> this, what was that? The <laughs> middle of the sunshine? Remember that? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think huh. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I, I like, like it. it. I like, I like it. it. I think I, it's I, much more humane. It's green. It's much more, it's, yeah, you know, sanitary. You grow something out of me when you're done. Because at the end of the day, that's all. I mean, but when you're with those chemicals, you're like mummified for forever. Yeah, you're I not, mean, I yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I don't want that. Yeah, I, I mean, my that. plan was cremation, but now, right? I'm. I think my plan's recompost. Yeah, I think mine's is recompost. I like it. I like you know? it. The circle of life, baby. Which means, circle although they can't make advance arrangements, you need to make arrangements in your will and last testament that that's to what you say. Want I want to go to uh, recompost. recompost. Well, yeah. you heard it here, people. Yep, you heard I it here. Go to Sylvia. We want to go to recompost. Right. Seattle. Yeah. Um, opening in 2021. So hopefully we got it. We oh. got to make it past 2021. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, Otherwise, we'll wrap ourselves put in us on wrap. ice. <laughs> yeah. Until 2021. Cryogenics. Could you do that? Could you say, I want my body frozen? Like if I died before put me then, in the freezer. I want you to just freeze my body put until me on this ice. place is open. Why not? I put me on ice. Could, right? Who says, is there a law that you have to be buried right away? I, I is there know. a law that says, know. hey, is, I don't know. If you die, you got to be thrown no, six I feet think under. You would just for... have to pay some sort of service to, to hold keep you on you ice. ice. Put me on ice until well, twenty twenty one. If I die before then, hopefully that freeze won't dry happen. me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The final what's update I have is from the Willamette Week, and it was just a more extensive story on our friend Emily Clark, the serial marathon cheater. Yeah. Who um, who slash. Uh, was doing mental health is also a mental health counselor. Loosely, well, mental health counselor. No longer classified as mental health counselor. Spoiler yeah. alert from the article. Oh, um. So why would a Portland woman cheat in marathons over and over? In any race, there are a hundred people who cut the course in some manner or other. But for people who cheat repeatedly, there's other stuff to it. I didn't realize that. So from this article, I didn't realize there were people that regularly yeah, they cheat. cheat. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why not, they do all that timing. Yeah, I just assumed yeah. like, but they're more calculated about it. It's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a shave off right some seconds. So like, not cut, they'll they'll look at the course and say well, I could go down this alley and get up over there, right? And, just yeah. to cut cut off some yeah, seconds because exactly. they're like they're in tune with. They're not right. I know they're gonna bikes. catch. Going back to the hotel and running to become number coming one. Coming to the end, be like, yeah. "I'm the winner!" Yeah. In a six seconds, so you know. This was a more comprehensive article. Um, back on the sixth of November, actually, it came out. Um, so on September fifth, fifteenth, Emily Clark sprinted across the finish line at the Peace Health Apple Tree <laughs> Half Marathon in Washington, Vancouver, Washington. Her arms held in triumph. <laughs> Clark finished second. Uh, in the see, women's that's, category. That's a whole different animal. Ahead of some of the region's top <laughs> amateur distance runners. Yeah. A remarkable achievement for a 28-year-old who'd never run competitively. She finished the race in just and, 86 and minutes. And let's be for real. Sub seven minute par mile. And she's carrying a heck of a lot more weight than those top people. Her license says she's 5'6, 170 pounds. So she's carrying Hardly 170. <laughs> But not typical build of an elite distance runner. Right. And see, the key word there is elite. Exactly. She had built a small following on social media platforms like Instagram, where she crusaded against weight stigma. Hey, and look, I just want to be clear. Yeah. This ain't about. This ain't about her weight. No. It's about her lying. Yeah. About this shit. Right. I am all for someone who wants to get out there and be body positive, healthy at any size. Right. Athletic type person, you know, as a big girl myself who, you know, has played multiple sports all her life, big people can compete. Yes. 
So the my issue is not about her being a big girl no. and larger than normal no. elite runners. Right. My issue is, girl, you lied multiple times. And, and again, like we said with Jesse Smollett. You lied. We women that are bigger, we mm-hmm. have our own issues. And yeah. when we see a bigger woman out there, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, you second place. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, can and I do that? you're lying about it? Yeah, I yeah. think I can do that. Right. And scientifically, like, you should have been out there saying, look, you can compete and finish a, a, a marathon just like me. Right. Not that in itself. Top two. And that's what we top said. Top one. Yeah. No, like that. You can run a marathon. Yes. You don't have to run it fast, but you can run. And it. you don't have to yeah. be number one, exactly. number two, number three. You don't even have to rank. Yeah. Just know that you Finished. completed it. Yeah. Because there are more people at any size. in this United States yeah. that never competed right. in anything and exactly. never finished anything. Yes. So even that is just an accomplishment. Yes. But that wasn't good enough for her. Yes. No, it was not. She had to be within the top finishers. Right. That's where my head goes to girlfriend. There's something more going on. Right. So going on. Um, so she wasn't getting recognized in race. She wasn't just getting recognized in races. Clark made a living from providing advice and <laughs> example to others. A Harvard trained neuroscientist, according to her LinkedIn profile, who lives in Portland and runs a counseling practice that focuses on young women. Clark lived her words. Quote, I became a therapist not to help but because our liberation is wound up in mine or your liberation is wound up in mine and together we can start a healing revolution. She wrote on her website and yet there were red flags. (laughs) Her Uh, educational claims didn't quite add up. She didn't attend Harvard. Uh, She offered clinical therapy to an inactive with an inactive social work license didn't and we didn't we talk about that we too? We talk about that. We said we did she even board. really yeah. go to Harvard? Yeah. And no, she did not. Oh. Um and help Okay, but is she a neuroscientist? Like is that like she may not have does gone she to she was had a degree from neuro in neuroscience from Harvard. But does she have a degree in neuroscience? She has a degree in social work. That's it. That's it. Nothing regarding neuroscience. She may have taken a class on neuroscience or a chapter in a class on neuroscience. She is not a neuroscientist. So not only does this lady have to um, be number one or two or within the top three. She had to pretend she was better better than her colleagues and smarter than her colleagues Uh, in areas of her. Yeah. Yeah. Emily. She offered clinical therapy with an inactive social work license and people were skeptical when she told them that she could run 13.1 miles in a time she claimed. And some wondered if she'd run the distance at all (laughs) in the clubby world of competitive distance running. Most marathoners know each other. They put in miles together. They trade tips about equipment, track each other's times and cheer each other's success. It's not a new, it's not often a newcomer shows up and smokes the nearly the entire field. That's right. true too. That, yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. It's like us disc golfers. We know when somebody's going to be pencil whipping. We know a pencil whipper. Yeah. And if we see you throwing and it's all mm-hmm. kachangi and mm-hmm. we know like, hey, there ain't no way you, you can beat me. Yeah. 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 Ain't no way. Exactly. So, yeah. 
so Sherry McMillan, who organized the Vancouver Half Marathon, didn't know Clark, but she I I or excuse me, she cycled the course with her the day before the race. McMillan described her as a fr as friendly but not particular chatty. She was quote normal, says McMillan. It wasn't until several days later that McMillan arrived at the nauseating realization Emily Clark didn't finish second. She didn't finish at all. People lie about their accomplishments all the time. College students plagiarize term papers. Painters sign more famous artist names to their work. Stolen Valor soldiers claim medals they didn't earn. Rosie Ruiz put fake running on the map in 1980 when she crossed the finish line at the Boston Marathon in, the, in first place, but in fact had hopped on the subway train for the 16-mile stretch of the route. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, Emily probably would have done that uh, if she went to Boston. Oh, she, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Derek Murphy, who runs a website from Cincinnati dedicated to busting marathoners, um, cheaters, says that he's seen about 25 cases of what he calls serial cheaters. He says few people he's caught match Clark's level of deception. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so she's like that. What's that Leonardo DiCaprio little catch me if you can? Yeah, that's what she is. <laughs> um, McMillan and Murphy uh, believe Clark did just that cheated over and over in races, large, small and small across the country over a period of years. Oh, after McMillan Millen confronted her on September 7th, Clark confessed in in writing a week later to repeated fraud, one that included her riding a bicycle or sitting in a hotel room while she claimed to have been. Why is she eating bonbons yep. and everybody else is sweating yep. and working, you know, working their muscles. Um, so we already kind of covered in the last one. Um, the, the ones that she had uh, cheated in. Yeah. Um, although it didn't, we didn't last time. Um, it also included the Portland Shamrock run too. Oh yeah. Um, and these are all fundraisers. So a lot of like them a, are. Some you're are, not yeah. like winning a big purse. No, you're not winning. You're, you're spending money to go and do this. Yeah. Like you're not. Yeah. The only um, thing you would get would maybe a ribbon or something says, Hey, you're, right. you know, a little trophy. Right. Um, on the chilly morning of September 14th, the day before the Peace Health Marathon, Sharon McMillan got on a bicycle and to give 15 people an introduction to the half marathon course. Um, the person she spent most time with was Clark. McMillan remembers pointing out water stations, electronic timing pads runners would have to cross. to. <laughs> she was doing research. Times. You know, she was. She was you doing she research. Was. Um, I didn't know that's how they track the time. So their little bib that they wear has uh -huh. a chip. And so when they step on that pad, it, uh -huh. that's how they track the time. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it was like a wristwatch or that, something. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I thought it was someone just like you know, watching at each check part. Anyway, so um, the Vancouver race is one of hundreds of smaller, more relaxed contests held annually across the U.S. The race's motto this year was faster, slow, let's go. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, like, even when yeah, it's, they like, don't like, care, on. let's just be together. Yeah, like, just let's just have run fun. this together. Right. So, um, during the bike ride, Clark told McMillan she wanted to, oh, so when they were, you know, going the, yeah, you know, the around course. the course. Yeah. Um, she, Clark told McMillan she wanted to average six minute miles and was planning to run the Chicago marathon a few weeks later. And I was like, oh my God, that's really fast. McMill McMillan recalls. I can't even do a six minute mile and I've been running for 30 years. <laughs> mm -hmm. And how, how, mm -hmm. what's her body weight? Muscle mass. She, she looks like a typical runner. Yeah. Yeah. She Which looks is like a typical distance runner. 
thin. Very thin. Yeah, very thin. And because you can't with Not muscle, heavy. You, it's heavier. It's heavier. Yeah. So you're, you know, um, people think that oh, the more muscle, the more fit. No, you're having to carry all that muscle. Exactly. So um, Sean Dodd was a manager at the marathon who also went on the bike ride. Um, he says Clark came alive when she started talking about how people doubted she could run fast because of her build. She's very quiet to herself at first, says Dodd. But once she started, we started getting her to talk. She didn't stop. <laughs> she said she liked to prove to prove people wrong. It was like, where is this person coming from? Um, a lot of a lot of what's known about Emily Clark was pieced together. Um, from social media. Uh, Willamette Week contacted two dozen friends, family members, and acquaintance, all of whom either declined to talk or did not respond. Clark grew up a daughter of two dentists in an affluent suburb in Detroit, attended expensive Catholic universities, um, has short hair, dark eyes, and an infectious smile. She lives in an apartment in southwest Portland, drives a 2016 Honda CRV, and works in a converted house in northwest Portland. She has a dog named Mor Morgan, an Australian Labradoodle. Greg Kaplan, an associate professor at St. Louis University, where Clark majored in theology, theological studies, described Clark as having a bubbly, happy personality and remembers her as well-liked. Clark graduated from St. Louis in 2013 and shortly after earned a master's degree in social work from Boston College in 2015. She moved to Portland um, where she received her license as a clinical social work associate. She opened a private practice therapy while also working at other therapy institutes. I work primarily with millennial women who struggle are struggling with trauma and shame. She <laughs> said in 2017 podcast, that's exactly who I'm trying to attract. I wonder what podcast she was on. I don't know, but I'm, I'm sure you could just uh, search her name. Um, Clark built an online presence, both professional and personal on a platform of empowerment. She said women would, should take control of their stories, but about their bodies, <laughs> but, and not be defined by what others thought those bodies should look like or what they could do with them. Absolutely. All, all, right. Women should. But her. But then you go and lie about this. It's all. You it's, go and lie. It's all then just words for you. Then you go and lie. That's right. You, yeah. It's not something that you believe. And here's the thing. When you're doing therapy and you're not right with yourself, you can't help anybody else. Right. Exactly. So, you yeah. know, you just feeding words, words you don't believe in. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, let's see. Uh, on one of her four Instagram profiles, I didn't four Instagram, Jesus. She lists her run times, two hours and 52 minutes for a marathon, one hour and 21 minutes for a half marathon. Very solid performances if they occurred. Um, the day of the Vancouver half marathon, McMillan monitored racers from her bike. Um, and around mile five, she said she saw a woman wearing a rainbow. Here's the other thing. If you're trying to get away with some shit, yeah. like ride a bike in a marathon, yeah. don't wear a rainbow colored jacket <laughs> pedaling your bike down the fucking course. Yeah. So, so basically that's, that's look at me. Yeah. So But so that fits McMillan, her MO. Right. I, I need to be I don't I need to be the center I, of attention. Yeah. Um so McMillan said she sees this woman wearing a rainbow color jacket, pedaling her bike away from the course. <laughs> that 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 struck her as odd. McMillan recognized the woman from the bike. Ride the day before she it was Emily Clark. After the marathon ended, McMillan says to Clark, 
says Clark, excitedly ran up to her and announced that she had finished second. I was like, that's amazing, but I'm so confused because I saw you on your bike, McMillan recalls. And Emily was like, no, that was my twin sister. If you look closer, she has more freckles. Clark has no twin. <laughs> Records reviewed by what Lamont Week show Clark has a sister, but she's four years younger and lives in Michigan. Oh, following the race, a few runners and event staff told McMillan they had they'd seen Clark on her bike during the race. Two top female runners said Clark was nowhere to be seen in the top fleet of the runners during the race. And they know because they're they're running, they're running and they're They're, matching They're You know, whether it's pace, whether it's there, somebody's going to know at the at the at the when you're in the top, there's like maybe five runners. Right. It ain't a crowded mall. One, two, there's her, there's me, there's I I may not know exactly who's behind me. But, but whoever's behind me right. knows the five exactly. that are in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. So and none of them reported seeing her. Yeah. Um, I asked her to help me understand why you're doing this. And she said, I don't know, recalls McMillan. Um, so you got she issues. Then, you know, she then admitted to it. Um, you know, wrote this thing about she's been dishonest and, dis- and deceitful and cheating on numerous races. Da, da, da. We covered that the last yeah. time. Um, yet the same day, Clark posted an Instagram story claiming she had been treated unfairly because of her size. I've been disqualified from races because they found it impossible to believe someone of my build could hold these times. The story read next photo of herself running by a river. Uh, McMillan's reaction to seeing the Instagram story was shock. I was like, what? Don't you remember we disqualified you because you rode a bike (laughs) (laughs) and you cheated. (laughs) Um, so in the weeks leading up to October 13th marathon, uh, Emily hired a running coach, the coach who works remotely from the Southeast and asked W uh, Willamette weekly that she remained anonymous said Clark seemed genuine, kind of determined to prove people with untraditional running builds could run fast too. She says she sensed Emily had a kind heart. Three weeks after she, um, she confessed on October 13th, the start of the Pistol Chicago Marathon um, went off. We know she mm-hmm. also got caught for running it, for cheating in that. that. And that's where that guy Murphy comes in because he was doing the data analysis on that one and had noticed her splits were off. Yeah. Um, and then she said, oh, it's because I had an asthma attack. Blah, 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 blah. And nobody re- nobody went to help you. Yeah. You know, you, right. you just, what, Slink into the crowd to right, go yeah. use your inhaler. Yeah. And then, and you know. McMillan from the Vancouver race, she was actually monitoring online the, the, the um, scores or the times of the Chicago. And she could see Clark's split times are once again, wildly inconsistent. Instantly, I was like, oh, my God, she's in Chicago and she's cheating. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, says McMillan. She was cutting the course. I knew instantly. Um. So Clark told media outlets that she had suffered two asthma attacks, forcing her to stop, then restart. This meant I had to stop and sit on the side of the course for a chunk of time and that I had to walk uh, at other times. And then I became Speedy Gonzalez and And the the friends who were out there to support me can attest to that. I was badly wheezing and I used their inhaler in a halfway. Their inhaler? (laughs) You're not supposed to use you, other people's inhaler. Well, not only that, but if you Why have didn't you asthma, have your own? right? Yeah. You got asthma, girlfriend. You should have your own inhaler. Exactly. So, um, well, sent your first rodeo. Called and emailed and texted Clark, seeking an interview and stopping by her home and office for a week, but she didn't reply. Finally, after Willamette Week, asked the state 
um, about her professional licensure, Clark emailed back and asked Willamette Week to stop contacting her. The Oregon Board of Licensed Social Workers confirms it rendered Clark's license inactive in 2018. Licensees who no longer have active status may not treat patients using clinical therapies, says Board's Executive Director Randy Harnish. Using clinical therapies? What do so you, mean? you can't say I'm doing clinical social work if I don't hold a license. So you can't even say, like, I use DBT, I use CBT, I use MEMDR. Like, you can't. You can't claim you can't any claim type of therapy. therapy if you're not licensed under the board. So you can claim Reiki. Yeah. So Clark altered her personal practice website in a few weeks following the controversy and rebranded herself as a life coach. Mm -hmm. Her website now says she helps clients with shame um, adulting and anxiety and depression, but Nick makes no mention to the two highly specialized types of clinical therapy she offered prior to the makeover. Correspondence with the license board shows uneven performance. Clark supervisor, Clark supervisor, while she was employed at a therapy clinic in Portland, wrote in mid 2016 that Clark's strengths were that she was passionate, eager, intelligent, driven, and motivated. But in a report six months later, that same supervisor recorded concerns of noting that Clark was involved in unspecified specified ethics violations. At this time, we, myself and practice directors have become increasingly concerned about Emily's awareness and willingness to accurately and effectively balance care for self and own goals with the needs and vulnerabilities of her clinical setting. The comment read, Ooh. an ethics violation has been identified in addition to a violation of clinic contract without apparently appropriate caution to avoid these errors. Um, uh, so and those things don't happen willy nilly. No, typically a grievance doesn't happen until there's been like discussions and like, you yeah, know, hey, we need to talk about this. So it's like big concern. Like, like you can you get know, away with a lot of things about this. Here's some corrective action. And then you keep doing the shit. And then at that point, it's like, it's well, now I'm going to have to report this to the board. Yeah. Uh, social workers have. Uh, to renew their licenses annually, board rec records show lic Clark's license was not renewed earlier this year after it reappeared. Um, after it appeared, she said yes to a question asking whether or not she was under investigation or disciplinary action by the board or court. Um, so Clark's last supervisor, Wayne Scott, tells Willamette Week she inaccurately claimed on one of her professional profiles that she was working under the supervision of a qualified superior when she was not. This, he says, is a problem. It's fraudulent representation of her competence, saying she's under supervision when she's not, Scott said. It gives the reassurance to potential co consumers that there are checks and, uh, checks and accountabilities to the work she's doing when, in fact, that does not exist. Um, mm. So, yeah, this is, you know, that the problem is that her behavior then puts him at risk. As the or whoever the alleged, supervisor is, yeah, as the alleged supervisor, yeah. right? So, right. Let's say, like, when all this shit started to go down, um, she, you know, let's just say, people, we googled yeah. the shit out of her, right? Like, we wanted to know, okay, what are, what's your practice like? Right. What is she saying on her website? But right, do all that. So, but if I'm a customer and I got a complaint, see this story, like, what? If, let's just say I'm a client of her. Yeah. And I see the story break and then I'm like, what the fuck? Right. And then I go and see, oh, your supervisor's Wayne Scott 
well, I'm going to say to the board, hey, what, what's going on here? And why did this guy who's supposed to be supervising her not deal with this shit? Right. You know? Right. Because So then that puts the clinical supervisor's license at risk. Right. You mm. know? Because then that makes it look like you're not doing anything to, to check Are this you person's yeah. ethics, you know? Yeah. Um, Sarah Bradley, a social work professor at Portland State University, says that while she doesn't know Clark personally, her serial cheating in races reflects on her professional work. Her behavior in a whole other realm of her life is really problematic and raises questions about what kind of therapy she's providing, says Bradley. My code of ethics would really raise some questions about someone's judgments and ability to be helpful to other people. Exactly. Um... Social media reaction to Clark's cheating was mixed. Um, you know, some people were like, you know, oh, just let race directors do their job and keep it from being public. Um, pile on, show some humanity. While what? other people are saying that Clark was called uh, that uh, Clark was called narcissistic, um, desperate for social media recognition. She simply knows no sense of shame. Another commenter replied that she is so self-centered that she doesn't care whom she hurts and whom she fools. Um, the lady's got issues. Let's just put it that Clarence, way. She she's got, got issues. issues. She's got issues. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but this whole let the race director, no. Yeah. No. She's out in the helping field. Mm -hmm. The potential to do damage is there. Mm -hmm. So it, this is, you know, if she was a truck driver, okay, big deal. Yeah. But we're, she's not a truck driver. She's, she's in the helping, helping profession. Field. She has vulnerable people that come to exactly. her and and are looking to her to have ethics, mm -hmm. to have a base knowledge, mm -hmm. to have um, experience some of the things mm -hmm. that they're going through as far as like, you know, hey, I had shame around my body and I'm working on the, you know, right. to be able to be honest. Right. Because that's what therapy is about is you got to be honest with yourself in order for you to be able exactly. to, you know, make change. And we got to be honest with ourselves in order to help facilitate mm -hmm. change. Exactly. And that's the piece that, you know, for me is like, girlfriend, you aren't even honest with yourself. You can't mm -hmm. help facilitate change in anybody else. Yep. Exactly. Uh, and so that was a long what's updates on Emily yeah. Clark. Well, we she got us triggered the last time yeah. we brought it up. Because I got a problem with that. And I mean, isn't it convenient now that she's now, quote unquote, a life coach? Uh, um, you know. It, yeah. Uh, now all of a sudden a life coach. Yeah. People. Uh, yeah. I, I'm like, you can't, you know, it's it's like the uh, Jim Jones. If you're going to drink the punch, <laughs> know what's in the punch and just drink it because you want to. But I'm gonna, I'm don't do be a, a quick. I want to see what her website because you remember when we talked about her um, website, it was um, like one. The first thing on the on the front of the website was uh, I keep it real. Remember that? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, real is where it happens. Right. And, this is the real, you know, yeah, you know, um, like she woke. Yeah. Like, um, I'm going to help you get real. Oh, uh -huh. shit. You know what? Her website's not even up anymore. Oh, it's not. No. Well, what about the life coach? Maybe she closed it. Maybe she's closed completely down. You know what? I'm like, is this a woman of, oh, of wait, means like a privilege? Maybe. Oh, account she suspended. What? What? Her account has been suspended. What the hell? Let's see if this one, Emily Clark. Oh, here we go. She's got a different one now. Oh, 
Yeah, so she's totally changed her website. Is it, I'm going to keep it real? It says private coaching practice is what she's calling herself A now. private coaching yep. practice. Oh, she kept the real is how I do things, though. Are there places for you to put comments? Oh, God. I wonder. This is when you're like, okay, lady, give me a break. We know your story. Yeah. You ain't keeping it real. Keeping it real would be... I'm, you know, I've been caught. I'm a serious, I got issues. Right. I, like, I'm going to come you know, back in five yeah, years I'm from now. I'm currently working on I got to work on myself. And, you know, I'll, uh, I'll. That's keeping it real. Yeah. Yeah. So basically she took everything. Remember from her original website? Yeah. Um, like Cut where it paste. says, have you ever heard your therapist say fuck and just be a real person? Now it says, yeah. have you ever heard your coach say fuck and just be a real person? Oh, so she's changed yes. everything that's a therapist to coach. Um, so I wonder, oh. I wonder what her charges are. Ooh. Oh, she's got charges. No, her, uh, what she's charging. I wonder oh. what she's charging. Cause she was charging like $180 a session. Um, <laughs> When she was a quote unquote therapist. Uh, wow. She shouldn't even be charging at all. Cause if you go, I mean, anybody goes with this chick here, you're wasting your money. Yeah. It's just a waste of money. Donate it to, you know, some mental health agency in the community and, you know. So yeah, she's a. Uh, uh... Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Oh, what is Ugh. this? More? Emily Clark, MSW on shame. Oh, she was. Oh, that was the podcast she must have been on. Oh, on Women sh- Warriors podcast, episode 43. We'll have Emily to do Clark. research on that Might one. I have to listen to that. Yeah. I'd, uh, All yeah. right. We spent enough time on Emily. Yeah. Um, She's with Natalia right now on that, like, <laughs> exactly. disgraceful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, get some help, Emily. Don't be yeah. trying to help people right now. Yeah. You, you, Boo. you take care of yourself. Right. You get yourself straight. And come back for can, a second try. And then when you're ready, come back again. You can't but rebrand. Right now, you can't just change your fucking page. Right. And call yourself a coach. A life coach. And pretend none of that shit ever happened. Yeah. You got issues, babe. All right, Fix let's, them. let's do some stories. Already? No, that was all what's updates. That's it. Uh, don't you have an impeachment watch? Oh, impeachment got... watch. Impeachment watch, impeachment yeah, watch. It's like, the, it's like the, I'm about to take a break. Like, you do like two stories. Yeah. Uh, impeachment watch. Yes. Uh, Yahoo News reported um, impeachment investigators got Rudy Giuliani's phone records and they are quite revealing. Uh, so the gist of it is that they've gotten his phone records from AT&T and it shows extensive communications in April involving Nunez, Giuliani and Lev Parnas and the Hill columnist John Solomon, according to records released. in the Now, just report. to go back to Nunez. Mm-hmm. He was the one that when the whole Russia scandal with Trump was breaking open, he was the one that took information to the White House as it was coming down to them um, and gave Trump the heads up. Hey, this is this is so that the White House can figure out a spin. Yes. When it was discovered that it was uh, Nunez who was uh, the leaker. Yes. uh, He had then said, hey, I'm going to recuse myself from, you know, from uh, 
the uh, inquiry and I'm not going to have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. And then he never stepped down. Right. He he, th- he was then chair. He's now he's, he was chair. And then he got to be the, you know, minority representation for the hearing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he, so he got to be in there. He's a fat liar. Yeah. He, he's like exactly. uh, Emily. So we got <laughs> Emily, Nunez. Yeah. yeah. Natalia. Natalia. Y'all lying. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, he's shady. So the Nunez calls came on the tail end of a long series of communication between Parnas and Solomon, who on April 1st published a column relaying the same conspiracy theories at the center of Giuliani's Trump endorsed inquisition um, in Ukraine. Um, Giuliani, meanwhile, was in frequent communication with the White House. Throughout April, he placed numerous calls to unidentified individuals in the Office of Management and Budget and the office led by acting White House Chief of Staff, Mick Mulvaney. <laughs> His um, name keeps coming yep, up, too. He know, he, he's the one that said, I, they can't fire me because I know too much. Yeah. Can't get rid of me because I know all the shit. Yeah. Uh, the report also notes that a number of Giuliani calls were later in the year into an individual who identified an unidentified number appearing only as negative one in phone records admit a series of phone calls and text messages with numbers associated with the White House. Um, the committee's report describes these individuals as part of a smear campaign coordinated <laughs> with one or more individuals at the White House, which is what you were saying. Yeah. Nunez was in there trying to uh, spin, get, spin get, story get, get ahead of the story. Decide, you know, yep. how are we going to how are we going to brand this? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't say much more like it doesn't tell us what the phone calls were, but it just shows a, you know, a pattern of different phone calls. Um between Giuliani, Nunez being involved, uh, the dude from Ukraine. Um, uh, Adam Schiff did say it's deeply concerning at the time when a president of the United States was using his power of his office to dig up dirt on a political rival, that there's many, there, there may be evidence that there were members of Congress complicit in the activity. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, um, They'll have to go through them and then check and see and, you know, um, kind of see where, where they go from there in regards to what what that will help with or mm. not. Help with and and then what? Yes. And then there was uh, news today. News today. Uh, today. From uh, Nancy Pelosi, who gave a mm-hmm. press conference mm-hmm. and saying that the House will be writing up articles of impeachment. So here we go, folks. Yep. Here we go. So now we are in soon to be in an impeachment hearing. And that'll go to the Senate. And so then we'll see what happens. No neck McConnell. No neck. Moscow Mitch. Fucking Moscow Mitch. Fucking yeah. all those douchebags over there. Oh, you know what I heard? Um, and, that- and I'd like to remind our listeners, because remember, because we yes. did have a Democrat that was um, had gone through the impeachment hearings, too. And something similar, you yes, know, where... The GOPers had uh, wrote up articles of mm-hmm. impeachment on Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. and then when it went to the Senate, there was majority run no. by Democrats. Mm-hmm. It was a no. Yeah, I, I think the difference here, though, is it was all around his lying right. about a sexual encounter. Yes, that was it. That, but that wasn't what the investigation was about. No, it was simply the fact. That when they asked them a question, have you had the Ken Star? Have you, you had have sex, sex with, with Monica Lewinsky? Yeah. I did not. Yeah. That was a lie. Right. And that was it. 
But we're talking about something more insidious. We're talking about corruption. Guy. We're yes. talking about uh, trying to alter an election. Yes. We're trying. We're talking about bribery. Inviting foreign we're governments. We're talking about bribery. Yes. We're talking about crime. Yes. Yes. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. <laughs> Bill Clinton committed sexual harassment on Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. Let's not forget that, right? Yeah. I mean, Monica took the brunt of that shit, yeah. and I think it's you know looking back now how terrible that was, yeah. you know, the jokes and everything. Yeah. This woman who was a 20 some year old intern was taken advantage of by a person in power uh-huh. and sexually harassed and her me advantage. too story. Right. She was definitely me too. Yeah. Um, but the, the issue was not, did he commit sexual harassment? No, it was, did you lie? And he, yeah. it did. He lied. They, yes, he lied, but they did not feel that that was impeachable. No. Not about hey, I, I mean, like, well, uh, yeah, he I lied. would like the, and, you ask me that question yeah. about my and it's about right. my my so this uh, marriage. Is a, this is a thing where the GOP now, who have the majority in the Senate, will be getting this evidence showing bribery, showing uh, potential uh, fucking with an election, mm-hmm. uh, helping foreign governments, all the things that it's going to show. Yeah, and if they come back and say, oh, but nope, it's not impeachable. Yeah. And but see, that's, that's what the they said. That's have. why the Democrats set it up to have that's the fucking problem. The have. three law professors from the top schools say, right, come in and confirm these that these impeachable are impeachable offenses. offenses. Correct. And all three said, yes. And at the end of the day, I mean, we've said this before is it's not that we don't think or we wonder if Trump did these things. Yeah. We know that the, he did these things. Right. We're convinced he oh, fucking yeah. did these things. Yeah. The issue is that. The extent to which the GOP is going to protect his fucking ass. Right. And why? Right. Like, at this point, you got to ask yourself why. Right. Why uh, is the majority of this party continuing to protect this criminal? Yeah. To the to the point where they continue to spin while well, Ukraine was involved in the uh, election. Yeah, they do. What about it? What about this? What about that? What about the- after everybody has said Ukraine has nothing to do yeah. with election meddling? And even, let's just say, okay, even if they did, does that still mean that your president gets to fucking try to bribe a foreign... Get them to meddle again? Like, are you, like, hello? Yeah. 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 So, no. Um, As we've said before, and as we will continue to say, vote. Do vote. not... Get complacent Vote. and say, oh, articles of impeachment. It's going to go to the Senate. He might get impeached. Right. We don't need to worry about it. Fuck that shit. Or don't get say, out hey, there. I, I'm tired of hearing about it. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing about it, too. We're tired of this buffoon still in yeah. office. Yeah. But we're paying attention. We're staying in the game. We're, we're, we're going to vote. And if you have an election in your area where it's an incumbent is a GOP, get that motherfucker voted out. Yeah. You know, right. whether that's a city council, county commissioner, uh, HOA. Yeah. <laughs> school board. Yeah. Whatever. Legislature, governor, wherever you have it, get these motherfuckers out of there. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do some stories. Yeah. Some Let's Some get story to time. our story. All right, are what you, you got? Sh- are you sure you want to hear the story? I want to hear your first story. Bring it to me. Because uh, we were talking about getting these uh, MFs out. Yes. Right? Oh, God. I know. Oh, Jesus. Ohio. Again, Ohio. Because was it? 
where was Ohio? Wasn't Ohio like a- was the place that said if you have a religious reason to say you don't believe the science exists, then you can't you can, be you failed. can't be failed. You can't. Yeah, they can't <laughs> fail you in school. The idiocy of that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Here's another idiocy. Let me let me have Ohio it. bill orders doctors to re-implant ectopic mm. pregnancy. I'll tell you, I had that on my list to do. Abortion. I almost did it as an update because I feel like we've been talking about Ohio. Yeah. 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 So for our listeners, <sighs> what is, is an ectopic <sighs> pregnancy, <sighs> which is where the <sighs> egg and the sperm have met but the egg hasn't come out of the fallopian tubes. Right. So it Trapped gets in implanted in the tube. Yeah. And which, which is could, what? which is very dangerous to the mother. It will yes. kill her. Yeah. A woman probably could, would die. Yes. 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 And the baby could not grow. Right. There's no womb. Right. The baby cannot develop in the tube. No. 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 Not possible. No. Not scientifically possible. No. And here's the other thing possible. that's not scientifically possible so you can't re in you can't take you can't take that out and re-implant it in the the, uterus can't do it it's not it's not a procedure it's not a procedure it's not not possible no it's not a medical procedure that exists it could be possible with a miracle okay (laughs) you know (laughs) for a miracle you know, I, and if you don't no, believe in science, miracle, but I'm like, if you don't believe possible. in science, like yeah. if you could say, I wish that this implant is going to be, uh, connect to the uterus and do one of those, uh, Samantha Stevenson, <laughs> you know, bewitched <laughs> moves and it miraculously sticks to the, it's not, it's not possible. possible. It's not possible. So the woman will die. The woman will the die if left. Will, the, 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 the embryo will not develop. Right. Right. Nobody lives in this scenario. No. Except for GOPers. Exactly. They live in the scenario exactly. of, we live in witchcrafty where, you know, we can actually have that happen. Yeah. Like, we, we live in a fantasy world. Right. Where, where we can make up whatever research science procedures. Yeah. We can pretend that they exist mm-hmm. and we're going to create a bill. Yeah. That says doctors are going to have to do something that is not. And even if possible, they don't, the doctor is charged with murder. What the fuck? I mean, what the so hell? here again, when we talk about, we don't own our bodies. So here a doctor, if this bill passes, which is ridiculous right? ladies, but pay attention. If this bill passes and you happen to have an ectopic pregnancy, that doctor cannot help you. You will die. Yeah. You're, you're going to die. Yeah. And that baby too. Yeah. There is no, a doctor's not going to, you know, not unless it's one of those, hey, uh, I'll risk it, but I'm going to have to do these, you know, backstreet. Something. But there's no, the, the thing is, there's nothing they can even do. It doesn't exist. And right. now they're trying to say that law's going to tell you to you have to do this. Right. And what is in the best interest of your patient? It, it do goes no out the harm. Window, right. The Hippocratic Oath is do no harm. Yeah. So if you know you, that you can't help this person, either way. You could the, help the right, person. You could, you could, you can terminate t- it. Yes. 
so that the, the and, woman and the lives. Term, and the termination isn't we just pluck the little egg out. They actually have to cut yeah. the fallopian tube and it is no longer viable. Exactly. So she can't, she will never pass eggs through that right. fallopian tube. So then they, have they to, do that yeah. to save her life. Yeah. And then they are then going to be charged. Yeah. With yes. some sort of crime. With some sort of, well, it, an abortion murder or face charges of abortion murder, quote unquote. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It says this is the second time practicing obstetricians and gynecologists have tried to tell the ignoramus, oh, and I added that, Ohio <laughs> legislators, that the idea is currently medically impossible. The mo- second time, remember that. They said this yeah. is the second time yeah. we've told them, dudes, stop, stop, stop doing this shit. Stop, stop it. Stop it. Stop wasting tax yeah. dollars with some made up crap. Yeah. So the move comes amid a wave of increasingly severe anti-abortion bills introduced across much of the country as conservative Republican politicians seek to ban abortion and force a legal showdown on abortion with the Supreme Court. Ohio's move on eptopic pregnancies were an embryo implants on, on the mother's fallopian tube rather than her uterus, rendering the pre- pregnancy unviable, is one of the most extreme bills to date. I don't believe I'm typing this again, but mm. that's impossible, but that's impossible, wrote Ohio obstetrician and gynecologist David Hink- Hankley on Twitter. We're all we'll all be going to jail, he said. An ectopic pregnancy is a life-threatening condition which can kill a woman if the embryonic tissue grows unchecked. In addition to ordering doctors to do the impossible or face criminal charges, House Bill 413 bans abortion outright and defies a fertilized egg as an unborn child. It also appears to punish doctors, women, and children as young as 13 with abortion murder if they perform or have an abortion. This crime is punishable by life in prison. Another new crime, aggravated abortion murder, is punishable by death. Come on! (laughs) This bill is, isn't it, Uh, again, under Under his eye, eye. blessed be thy fruit. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Gunnidak, I don't know, uh, the president of the anti-abortion group Ohio Right to Life declined to comment on the bill and said he was still reading the legislation because it's approximately 700 pages long. What's there to read when it's legislating something that's not even possible? Right. Like when you have doctors saying, excuse me, again, impossible. for the second time, I'm telling you, this does this is not a thing. <laughs> It's impossible. You don't even need to read 700 pages. You just need to know, okay. It's impossible. Yeah, it's impossible. That's it. That That's, that's all. It. That's all you need to know. And I'm sorry, we're going to have to cut Figure that lady's fallopian else. tubes yeah. because she's not going to die at exactly. it. Exactly. Can you, and, and these, um, you know, these uh, pregnancies, it's not like, it could be a woman that wants a child. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So could you imagine that the she has that, that and then you're charging her now with yeah. murder? Yeah, because she does something to save her life and then she gets charged with murder and the doctor gets Nobody's a murder. winner in this situation. No, except for the fucking GOP. Yeah. Because Killing women off. They got enough money that if shit happens with their mistress oh, yeah. or their daughters, oh. 
yeah, they're gonna they're gonna make uh, sure that it's covered and taken oh, yeah. care of. And under the secret exactly. veil exactly. of you know, just like it used to be when it when abortion was illegal, right? You know, that's correct. You they had sent back their alley, people, yeah, and you also had doctors that that were paid would do, very handsomely, yep, to, to take care the of the issue. And yeah, yes. So yeah. again, it's an attack on women, people in poverty. And people and yes. people of color are, are, are highly, you know, disproportionate in in, in poverty. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. not about anything but punishing the poor and women of color. In May, researcher Dr. Daniel Grossman argued re-implanting a fertilized egg or embryo is pure, quote unquote, pure science fiction. Fucking hell. There pure you have it. Science pure science. Fiction, people. There is no procedure to implement an ectopic pregnancy. It's not possible to move an ectopic pregnancy from a fallopian tube or anywhere else it might have implanted to the uterus. Reimplantation is not physiologically possible. Ugh. Women with ectopic pregnancies are at risk for catastrophic hemorrhage and death in the setting of an ectopic pregnancy and treating the ectopic pregnancy can certainly save a mom's life, said Zane. <sighs> can you? I, I, I knew about out. this one. This was one that I was thinking about. I'm glad you brought it. Get them out. And get them out. We got to take a break before we run out of the time. And before we do, get them out. Get them out. Get them out. Get them out. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Hey. All right, we're back. Dude, what are you bringing to the table? Oh, we got an episode today. I know. I mean, this is going to be a long one, people. Oh. You, I, wait, enjoy wait. this on your commute on Friday, people. I, 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 I can't say nothing. I mean, I, I am speechless. I continue to be, like, <laughs> speechless. What they're doing. So, ladies, don't ever think that you at any point owned your body. This is why we have to vote, though. This is why we have fucking have to vote. Yeah. This is why we have to vote. This is why we have to get women who are, like, you know, who are liberal in office, who believe that you cannot, you shouldn't be able to tell women what to do with their body. Right. Like, this is why we have to vote. And this yep. is why we have to be active. Because yep. of this kind of shit. Yeah. You got... Dads wanting to check hymens. You got Jill Peers wanting women to die because they're the because they have plants in the yeah. wrong place. Like it's the woman's fault, right? Right. Like, oh, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm yeah. gonna make that thing and plant my fallopian tubes so that I can hemorrhage. Yeah, like fucking hell. Ain't nothing. You know, and it's like one of those ignoramusy things. Like it's like it. You uh, as ignorant as ignorant can be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, let me let me bring some more. I, I, I don't even want to bring. I don't. Even let me bring some it. more yeah. ignorance into oh, it. Oh wow. Um, so this is from CNN. Um, Republican running to challenge Representative Ilhan 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 is Ilhan is Ilhan? it Ilhan Omar? Uh, was has Twitter account permanently suspended. Now let me tell you, you got to do some shit on Twitter to, to get have your it shit permanently, permanently suspended. suspended. Like. I don't go on Twitter, mm -hmm. but the little bit I see in the news about Twitter mm -hmm. is why I don't go on Twitter. I mean, it's nothing but negativity. I had my uh, account suspended. I'm going to tell you what? why. Ooh. 
because I had said, and it was something about AOC. I had said something like, she's a badass. You know, meaning like, yeah, she's, she, badass. she's badass, yeah. right? Yeah. They suspended it, and I'm assuming because of the words put together. Like it, and it, they don't even give you like an opportunity. Like, what do you mean by this? They don't, all, all it is is we saw the word bad ass something. How is that suspension though? I've, that that's I've my read point. Worse. On that's there. my point. How long did they put you in Twitter jail? Oh, uh, I think like 24 hours oh, or so. It was so something, but it was like, offense. but it, I, and I was like, they gave me no opportunity to clarify. Because it, it sends something to say, hey, if you want to yeah. challenge it. But when you do the links, it takes you somewhere else. Right. And it's Down like, you know what? Yeah. Like, I ain't got time right. to do this. I ain't this. got time to do all this. Which is I'll probably wait. purposeful. I'll, I'll wait the day. Wait out my 24 hours. Yeah. Shit. Right. Yeah. Well, this homegirl got hers permanently suspended. So a Republican candidate running to challenge Democratic Representative Ilan Omar of Minnesota on her, had her Twitter account permanently suspended for repeated violation of Twitter rules, according to Twitter spokesman. Danielle Stella says she was banned for a tweet, which she spread a baseless claim about Omar and said that the claim was true. Omar, she should be tried for treason and hanged, according to her post um, in her Facebook account. Two Twitter accounts of Stella's have been suspended and her campaign confirmed it to CNN. Omar has been frequently targeted of smear attacks um, and attacks by Donald Trump and his supporters. In April, Omar said she experienced an increase in death threats after Trump tweeted about a speech she had given the month before. This just shows how far Republican Party has fallen under Trump. Their campaign strategy is just threats, disinformation and smears against their opponents and people who will continue to reject it, Omar said in a statement. On Friday, Omar rejected or reacted to the suspension in the post on Twitter saying violent rhetoric leads to violent threats. And we know this. Yeah. This yep. has already been proven. And we know that Trump, this is his MO. Yep. We yep. need to smear people, which yep. is why he's in hot water exactly. currently. So um, this is nothing new to him. This is a natural result of political environment where anti-Muslim dog whistles had and and dehumanization are normalized by an entire political party and its media outlets. Yep. Omar said violent rhetoric inevitably leads to violent threats and ultimately violent acts. The Minnesota freshman was elected last year as the first Somali American member of Congress, and she and Democrat Representative Rashida Tlaib of Michigan are the first two Muslim women ever elected to Congress. Omar has been the center of numerous controversies since she's sworn into Congress, including making comments criticizing U.S. support for Israel that were seen as invoking anti-Semitic tropes and stereotypes. In the statement, I, CNN... Don't, wait, 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 wait. I, know. I know. Okay. I know. But but 40, uh, 46 gets to say 45. what... 45. 45 gets to say what... Yeah, I don't want... Oh, yeah, don't be... Don't be... Don't... I, I, he gets to say whatever he can wants. Say whatever he wants. And it's not. And it's not. Yeah. Anti-Semitic. No. Anti-Muslim. Anti-Mexican. Mexican, Anti-purple no. color. Anti-gay. He's just. Like, he's just pro-America. He's just. Yep. Margaret again. Yeah. You see the the double standard. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Twitter is coming to fire from critics who say tweets from politicians, including Trump, often violate its rules against bullying, dehumanization, and threatening harm, threatening harm, but are not taken down. But yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. But has 
right? Trump's uh, right? Twitter been suspended? Yep. Uh, Twitter announced June that, that they would not always remove tweets from world leaders, which breaks the, its rules when Twitter decides they are in, quote, public interest. The company said that said then that they plan to place disclaimers on tweets that did decide that they decide to leave it up. The company provided a list of criteria that would inform this decision, including whether persevering, uh, persevering a tweet will allow others to hold government officials, candidate for public office or appointee accountable for their statements. Stella, who is not only who is not the only Republican looking to unseat Omar, describes herself as a special education needs professional. She writes on her campaign's website that as a result of lack of honorable representation for Minnesota's fifth district congressional district, I believe it is my duty and privilege to stand up and speak for the forgotten American citizens in the district and throughout the state. Oh, you're full of shit. Ugh. This fucking I, yeah. This fucking lady. Yeah. This lady. Oh, and then there was another GOPer that got um. Uh, darn it! I wish I would have. I, I might have saved it, but it's in the similar realm where he's running against one of the um squads. Oh yeah. One of the member of the squads, and his campaign. He had uh either emails or some type of flyer that was talking about hanging. Like literally Ugh, said, Jesus. we need to hang these, the squad. Ugh. So, but then of course, and it had his signature, but then he was, I don't know where Somebody that was. I don't know where that was. So yeah. the GOPers finally made a, a boss move and said, dude, we're not going to support you because of this, this Ugh. campaign rhetoric. Wow. That's yeah. a miracle. I know. That's what I Jesus said. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I was like, finally, somebody's getting some balls to right. say, Hey, we're done with this. Yeah. We're done. And that, see, this is my thing. It's like, it, the reason why is we have gone from, I mean, you know, I've never been a Republican fan. You know, there's not, I mean, you know, it's not, it's never been my party of choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I just feel like a lot, well, I mean, a lot of this sh- kind of shit was happening, but now it's just so like, blatant like it's just like this is the party this this is the hate party this is the white supremacy party like you you are if you are supporting this party you're lying yourself with that like at some point you will become complicit in this white supremacy in this bigotry in this yeah anti you know women like and you can't parcel out. This, well, I don't agree with him here, but no. I agree with him there. At this point, no, this is across this is, the board. This is you take the whole thing. Right. Because that's exactly where exactly. their movement is. Yeah. Their movement isn't, well, let's just, you know, be okay over here. Because right. I, I like how he does the economic right. piece of it. I dislike how he does this. Yeah. No. he's it, yeah. No. It doesn't it's, work that way. It's done. It's done. So... All right, what you got next? Um, you know you're going to get in trouble for eating those nuts. Can you hear it? Yeah, you can hear them. You can't I, hear them. You didn't tell me. You can't, I can't, you can't hear yourself I, eating those I nuts? I stepped way back here. You can hear them. You can hear them. You know when you have headphones on, you can, oh, you you, hear? You can hear inside your head. Oh, so you thought it was just in I your head? I thought it was inside my head. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, didn't realize. Yes. Look. You know, getting off of work, you're tired. I'm just saying, I need we're a gonna snack. get some shit because yeah. you're eating. I need nuts. a snack. All right. Well, excuse me, people. <laughs> All right. So here's my story. 
Texas, oh, it comes from Fox News. Mm-hmm. Texas judge warned over refusal to perform same-sex marriages. What? Uh, yeah. A Texas judge received a public warning Monday from the state's commission on judicial conduct for refusing to perform same-sex marriages. McLean County Justice of the Peace, Diana Hensley, has said her Bible-believing Christian conscience did not allow her to perform same-sex weddings and believes she's entitled to a religious exemption. Hensley continues to perform weddings for heterosexual couples. The order made public Monday said Hensley was violating Texas Code of Judicial Conduct, which states a judge shall a judge shall conduct all of the judge's extrajudicial activities so that they do not cast reasonable doubt on the judge's capacity to act impartially as a judge, according to the Waco Tribune Herald. It said Hensley should receive a public warning for casting doubt on her capacity to act impartially to persons appearing before her as a judge due to the person's sexual orientation, which is true. A public warning is the second highest of six disciplinary measures used by the commission. Other possible sanctions include suspension from office and requiring additional legal education. That must be the highest. The Houston Chronicle reported the complaint was brought forward by the commission itself, not a member of the public. Hinsley has been in office since 2014, one year before gay marriage was legalized in Texas and across the U.S. by the Supreme Court decision in Auberfield Auberfield versus Hodges. The order specifically referenced comments Hensley made in a June 2017 Tribune-Herald story in which she said she would only do weddings between a man and a woman. Hensley said her office sometimes tells same-sex couples that the judge is not available and gives them a list of those who will perform same-sex weddings. According to the order, Hensley's staff handed same-sex couples looking to be married a document stating, I'm sorry, but Judge Hensley has a sincerely held religious belief as a Christian and will not be able to perform any same-sex weddings. Uh, Here's my thing. They ain't coming to you in a religious you can't ceremony. Do that. Yeah. They, they're the coming to you in justice civil, of the peace. Exactly. The point of a civil ceremony is it's secular. It's it involves no religion whatsoever. Like that's why a lot of people choose it, is because I just want to get civilly right. rich, married, get the license. And if you if this whole legal, Christian belief yeah. business, you ain't a pre you ain't a pastor, that's you ain't right. a preacher, you're a judge. That's your, your job. Religion doesn't fucking matter. And right your then. job is to follow the law. Separation between church and state, bitch. All right. So, um, so it says, so Hensley has told the commission that she would recuse herself from a case in which a party doubted her impartiality due to her public stance on same-sex marriage. Now, here's the other thing. There are a lot of other stances that Christians have that it have nothing to do with same-sex marriages. There are other things that they hold true and dear. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you can't be picking and choosing what you're going to, to hold dear to you as a Christian. Okay. You can't just say, Oh, for here, I'm, you know, I'm not going to do this, but over here I can be partial on this issue, even though, you Mm -hmm. know, 
it just doesn't work that way. But she wants to separate things mm-hmm. in the way that she, her she's own a fucking bigot, her own belief. She wants to separate because she's a bigot. Yeah. So, so it says, um, Waco attorney Max Dixon pointed out to the Tribune that judges are not required by law to perform weddings and elected officials should be able to operate their offices how they see fit, especially in the performance of non-mandatory duties. However, he said, he didn't necessarily agree with Hinsley's practice. My advice when asked was that they should either do it for everyone or not do it at all, said Dixon. My view is if you do it, you do it for everybody. But if you are not going to do it for everybody, you just don't do it. Right. You know, just don't do it. Either you do ceremonies or you don't. Right. Though judges can stand to make thousands of dollars in personal personal income for performing weddings. The lady is making money from from doing that. Yeah. You you, you get charged. Yeah. You get. No, but I I didn't think it was. uh, I thought. I mean, maybe it's different in every state, but I assumed it was just a, you know, as a court fee. You just pay a court fee. No, it goes pay, to the courts, not the you specific pay, judge. You pay the judge. You pay the judge. I mean, I could see if you hired the judge outside courtroom duties, like no, say you for pay. example, I I, I want to get married, but I don't want it from a religious person. Yeah, you want to use the courtroom? Wanna, then yeah. They, yeah, but you, I assume that money went to the courts, not to the judge themselves. No, to judge themselves. Oh, I think that's wrong. Yeah, judge themselves, straight, gay, or otherwise. That's wrong. And, and if you, you want them be profiting, and off if of you your, want them, you shouldn't at, be profiting off of your position. And if you want them at your ceremony, then there's a little now, extra. I could see that. Like if I if I'm having a ceremony uh, outside of court time, and I don't want to get married by a preacher, pastor, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I need someone extra. who can legally marry me. That's extra. And I say to you, Judge Gomez, mm-hmm. I would be honored to have you do my my ceremony. It's and on it's going to be on Sunday. And then, then yeah, I would say, yeah, I would pay you to do mm-hmm. that. You're paying extra but for that. But if I'm going into the court during court time, right? I should for be docket paying, time, be they're not going to put you on a docket judge. to get married. No, but there's like open time in the court, right? So there's time in the day uh, for ex parte or something. Have. Yeah, yeah. So then you get put on the on the thing. That's going to charge you. Yeah, but it shouldn't you. go to the judge. I don't. I know it's going to charge me. They I know pay either way, salary. I got to paid for it. Mm-hmm. But the the judge should not be able to profit off of that. Are they profiting? No, that's bullshit. Um. So they do these personal weddings. So here's her thing is. I got standards, right? I got standards. Uh, I'm going to get paid only for same-sex No, you marriages. can't do that. I ain't going to, uh, you know, and I, I'm going to stand my ground on no same-sex marriages. No. I don't need that tainted money. No. You know what I'm saying? That's no. exactly how she's doing it. You can't do that. So it's, And I agree with the dude. You either do it for everybody or you don't do exactly. it at all. Yeah. But then she loses income. So again, we ain't about, but she's not, it's not about her Christian values. It's about, about I can't lose up all my income. Of course. I can't lose all my income. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. This bitch needs to go. Gots to go. So the Texas uh, Justice Court Training Center, which educates justice of the peace, said 
Following the 2015 Supreme Court decision, it could not find any current legal authority which would permit a justice of the peace to only perform marriages between heterosexual couples. The center's executive director, Thea Whalen, said their position has not changed. If you're going to perform marriages, you must perform marriages for everyone. So now this lady's either going to have to decide to give up her side biz. Right. The cash. Right. Yeah. Or hold to her Christian values. And what do you think she'll do? I think she's just going to say, okay, I, I, I won't use the money and tighten her little belt buckle. So she won't do weddings at all. I, I think she won't. But I, I, you know, again, I, it's not, oh, cause I stand on, you know, my Christian I still principles. Think that, I don't think it, I don't think it's every state that I don't think you can, I just don't think you can profit off of that. I don't know if it's every state. I, I know here you, you pay, to, you pay well, them. No, I know you pay, you pay no matter what. Right. You but pay I'm not paying. It's like, I'm not paying the state of Oregon. Um, when I got married and I got married uh, with the judge, uh, the check was made out to the judge. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. You didn't get married in the church? You no. sinner? Uh-uh. You a sinner. You a sinner. <laughs> <laughs> not a sin not to get married in the church. You a sinner. <laughs> hmm. All right. Um... Well, let's take a break because this next one we might get into it too. Oh so, man, um, we're well, under a little bit under our normal time, but I don't want it to stop in the middle. So All let's right. take a break. All right. <laughs> All right, we back to what are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? I don't even know how many stories we've done. I did one. Uh, you did one. You did two. You I think I two. did two. That's my second. Uh, yeah, story. you've had yeah. these long WhatsApp. I had updates. long WhatsApp dates. You've yeah. done that before in the past. And not so. long WhatsApp dates. Yeah, I had no, long stories. You. No, you've had long WhatsApp dates. Okay. All right. Let's get back into the next story. Uh, this comes from news1.com. Uh, you may have heard about this story earlier on when it first came out. But as they always say, there's more to the story. Oh, uh, what is it? Oklahoma cop accused of lying. When he said pig was printed on Starbucks cup. Shut whoa, 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 This app this is a what's update from a story that just recently happened. Cause this just went Yeah, the story this just, just the came story out this came week. Vir viral. And then there's they a, fired somebody. They Starbucks employee was fired. And however, then, oh, give me the new update. That's why I told you we needed uh, to take a break before all right. we get into okay. this. Okay, so let's go with the old. What was it that so, first came out? Allegedly, uh, this is, I think, yeah, I think it's all been in the same week. Yeah. Uh, a police officer had gone to get coffee, and on the cup, it said pig yeah. as the name. Yeah. And so, well, I mean, it talks about it in the story. And then so, I, Oklahoma I, Police Chief mm -hmm. John O'Mary accused Starbucks employee of writing pig on his cup, which caused employee to be fired. Now there are reports he may have lied and even his own daughter is blasting him. Carolyn Orr, a reporter for the National Observer, wrote on Twitter, wait, so people started pointing out that it looked like a cop may have lied about the name pig being printed on a Starbucks order. And now suddenly, after going to the press with the story, the cops are done talking because they have more thing, more important things to worry about. Uh, um, back it up. <laughs> a cop lying, wearing his uniform and lying 
That's a serious deal. I don't care whether this goes to your character. So, um, or continued. I mean, I mean, if, uh, if they had more important things to worry about, why did they go to the press with a story about their Starbucks order in the first place? Seems like they thought this was pretty newsworthy until people started asking questions and pointing out potential inconsistencies. One of the users also called out Tulsa, Oklahoma reporter for not acknowledging that the printed name always comes from the user's Starbucks account. So when you mobile order at Starbucks, it prints out whatever name you have registered your account. Really? So you go to Starbucks, you walk in, you grab your mobile. Yeah. Mine's printed out Tori because that's the name I put on uh, my mobile app. Um, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Hi, Amy. If you you did your due diligence as a reporter, you would note that the cup were turned just slightly. You would have been able to tell it was a mobile order. And the cop named himself Pig to generate a false controversy, which you fell for. Non-mobile orders are handwritten. Ah. Yeah. 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 The user also claims people on the right have been pulling this stunt for a while. Here's another example. Um, let's see. Right wingers have been doing this for like a decade now. Anyway, just drive it home. That particular one has become has become a meme. It's not even rational to assume that hundreds of Starbucks employees all over the nation are independently typing this just to That's get themselves true. fired. Yeah. Um, The cop reportedly said he doesn't have a Starbucks account. To make matters more strange, a woman claiming to be the daughter of the officer wrote on Twitter, this is my father, and I'd like to say that he is absolutely a pig, and I'd like to thank the brave men and women from Starbucks for their service. Um, she wow. also called him racist writing for the record. My father has zero business being a police officer. He was blatantly proudly racist when I was a kid said things I would never repeat. He treats women like dogs, including his own daughter. Oink, oink. <gasps> so here's, I'm going to read how it first came out. Cause this is important for context. Yes. So what happens was this girl says, uh, Rose, she says, I was terminated from Starbucks. Um, uh, and being blamed for writing this uh, pig on that cup. Mm -hmm. Um, Rose said that she tried to make the situation right because the police officer then went up to her and said, hey, look at what you all, you know, look Mm -hmm. this, you know. And so she says, I tried to make the situation right with the officer, but he left the store. He laughed it off, said it was cool. Rose said, I handed him his blueberry muffin and I went back to work back And I went back off the floor to continue doing my shift, my shift manager duties. So she was a manager. But later, another officer, Kiefer Chief of Police Johnny O'Mara, wrote on Facebook about his colleague's coffee run. And I think this is where it's getting out of where it got out of control was he probably went back and said, yeah, dude, look at what was at my Starbucks cup. And then this other dude, not knowing I'm thinking this is my thing was like, dude, what I, I, we need to put this on Facebook and blast mm-hmm. Starbucks. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see that happening. So I know that they ordered four. they four ordered for a drink. So this guy put in a mobile order for four drinks. Somebody else picked them up. 
So it and wasn't they even had him the, picking it. So that's why the one that picked him up yeah, was like, "Hey, this is this big pig. on it." Like, and then uh, they this, post this as viral, right? When this dude probably did it, yeah, kind of as a joke. So, I could see another and another one that I read, probably didn't want to pay for him, but um. The article that I, another article I read had said that this guy had had this count set up for a while because it was a joke, as a joke. Like, like I'm a police officer, I'm going to name myself Pig. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that apparently, like, the Starbucks, kind of, they kind of joked about it, right? Yeah. Like, they knew that the, his mobile account was set up like that. Oh. Yeah. And so this lady was fired. Fired. Because of because his. Because they lied. Lie. Yes. Yes. And yes. he's hiding. They're yep. hiding now to not be held responsible. Yep. Yep. So is there going to be a police investigation? Well, and that's the thing is now they're saying, um, you know, now, now, like this article said, is nobody's now the police are like, we don't want to talk about it. We got more important things to deal with. Yeah. Like How about your officer's life. You got someone fired. Yeah. Because of lying. your officers yeah. lying. Yeah. So where, what else has he lied about? Exactly. Exactly. And you got daughters saying he's a racist. What other things mm-hmm. has he lied about? Yep. Exactly. How many exactly. people are in jail because of his lies? Because he clearly don't care that his actions got somebody fired. Yep. Um. So let me see. I just did a really quick search here. Update on... As of yesterday, there has been more collateral damage in the case of the pig cups handed off to cup handed uh, handed off to the to a cup of Starbucks, Glenpool, Oklahoma. Um, now Lola Price, the manager who was on duty at the time, said she was fired that night by her supervisors, even though she had nothing to do with the cups. I was terminated from position because Starbucks was looking for someone to take the blame. Um, and she's a heavy girl. Yep. Yep. Uh. Um, let's see. Uh, in other news, the viral Facebook post about the incident from Kiefer, Oklahoma police chief, John O'Mara, um, has been deleted and Kiefer police department continues to receive lots of support from the blue lives matter crowd, including a promise of free coffee to black rifle coffee company. I think this is, uh, I think this is what that, I think this is that West coast, the latest progressive culture that continues to encroach into American corporate values, Black Rifles founder said, we have to continue to fight for this anti-police narrative. There's no anti-police narrative because they didn't do it. Starbucks didn't do it. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Um, See, this is when it's like, dude, mm -hmm. pick your battles. Pick your battles. Why do you need to get involved in this at all? Well, and this has to do with an officer lying first, right? Yeah. Yeah. An officer lying, which then resulted in Mm -hmm. the firing Mm -hmm. of somebody that has to pay rent. Yep. That has to buy food. Yep. That has to buy medication. That has, that has a life. Exactly. And, and this officer clearly could have said, no, 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 no. Don't worry. Uh, hey, yeah. it was a joke. Yeah. It's on me. Right. Not a problem. Exactly. Yeah. But instead. Created. Just let yes. it go. Created chaos. Created a complete fake story. And is continuing yeah. that narrative along exactly. with everybody else. Yeah. To me, that says lack of character. Yep. And that's who's policing the streets. Exactly. Well, and like his own daughter said, he's a fucking racist. Uh, Shouldn't be a police yeah. officer anyway. 
And we and and the this here is like no wonder we have high representations mm-hmm. of people of color in all aspects of the system. Yep. Yep. This right here, people, yeah. is that example. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. Uh um yeah, so yeah, one of his offers picked up the five cups. So he ordered him off of his account and the, the person just went and picked him up. You know, because that's what you can do when you order right. marble. Yeah. Oh, and so then that officer saw it and was like, oh, oh hey, pig on it. Right. Oh, and complained. Yeah. Because first of all, if you're ordering mobile, they don't know who the fuck you are. They don't know what you look like. I yeah. mean, unless you go to the same Starbucks every day, then they know who you are. Like, I go to my Starbucks and they know me. But if you're just ordering at a Starbucks on your mobile phone app, yeah. they don't know what the fuck you'll do. They don't know you're a police officer. Right. Like, you're walking in sometimes, and they don't even know, like, it's sitting at the end of the counter. Yeah. So this guy goes and sees the, you know, the five drinks sitting there, picks them all up, and then happens to look at the the tag on it. First of all, they didn't know, even when they made the fucking mobile order, that you were police officers officers. to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. You could have just liked the movie Babe. I could see, like, if, well, and they don't even, if you're even going through the drive-thru, they don't put your name on it. Unless it's a mobile order. So they yeah. yeah. So it the only has to time, be a mobile order. The only then. time would they would uh, that if is um if you in order, person, yeah, then they'll ask you your name and it's handwritten. and then they write on it. Yeah. But if it's a sticker, that's from mobile order. With, because that generates on the computer for them to know what they're making. So the machine spits out the thing. Oh, vanilla latte, grande. Boom, I want to know what Starbucks pull that I, off. You I want to know what Starbucks is gonna do. I know. Better make it right for this girl. Better make it right. Better make it right. They know their system. They should give her her job back. They should have been the ones to be like, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, uh, um, so they, they, on this story too, there's like examples of, um, uh, you know, um, other things. So somebody had put diabetes here. I come as their, you know, yeah code name um so you know it's not it doesn't they write their shit out right if it's honest printed if you're a walk-in then that means it's been ordered through the computer yeah if If you're a walk-in and order in person then they're gonna write your name on it right and that's it and if you go and through the drive through wrong but if you go through the drive through there is there's no nothing. name. No, there's nothing. There's nothing. Because you're just pulling up to the window and picking it up. Right. Yeah. Exactly. In the order that the orders were taken. Yeah. So they're oh, trying to There needs to be a what's update on this one regarding what Starbucks is gonna do. Well, we'll keep an eye on her. Yeah. That's for sure. Starbucks should demand something from the police. Yeah. All right, you got one more story? Uh we yeah, go I got rapid fire. I got lots of stories. I know. Because uh Crazy never sleeps. And the stories never end. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So then I'm going to do, um, man, I got a couple that I'm like, eh, which one do I want to actually do? Oh, this one's nutty. I'm going to do this one. FBI, because this goes to corruption. Okay. FBI is investigating how newspaper owner parents of Illinois' mother, 28, threatened to publish her nude photos 
used local police and sheriff in systematic campaign to harass her and kidnap her toddler granddaughter. What the hell? Yeah. That was a lot of information That's a lot. in a title. I'm going to give you the bullet points. Okay. Jade Green, 28, was awarded nearly $1 million after a court found she was wrongfully arrested in Lawrenceville, Illinois, in 2014. Okay. FBI is now investigating how the local police and sheriff's department were involved in her arrest, which was a cover for her parents to kidnap her daughter. Kidnap meaning now she's in jail, DHS steps in, and now they're going to take over the parent. They're going to then be awarded the child because mama's in jail. Jail. Yeah. Uh, Angela and Jack Hauser, Jade's mom and stepdad. So this is a real mother, bio mother and stepdad were accused of having Jade arrested over a bad check in order to take her four-year-old little girl from her. The Uh, trouble began when Jade and her husband wanted to move away with her daughter with Angela threatening to publish Jade's nudes in their newspaper. So the mama of this woman didn't want her to move away with the grandchild. So decided, okay, I'm going to threaten to publish your nudes. Yeah. And then that didn't work. So then went and had her arrested for a bad check. So Uh, that while she was in jail, they could swoop in and say to DHS, well, we'll take custody of our grandbaby. We're coming in to take like, care we, of it. We got it. We yeah. No foster care for this one. No. We got We're, this. We'll take care of it. You do what when you want with her. All a plot. All a plot. Get the child because yes. she wanted to move away, away with her. Jade told Daily Mail TV for us to leave and get a place of our own was a pivotal point for them to gain control back. They needed to take her the little girl. Mm-hmm. The Housers used their influence to have local law enforcement carry out a midnight raid at Jade's house, what arresting her hell? and taking her daughter for a bad check. Who gets arrested for a bad check? Who that's gets arrested in a, a raid that, for yeah, a bad that's check? Saying. Like, that's not even like, that's a summons and you know, <laughs> summons yeah. to court. Maybe if not a civil thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, half the time it's like, well, that's civil yeah. issue. It's under so so much money. You you're gonna have to just deal with your bank and. And then two of her dogs were mysteriously poisoned on days oh. she won legal battles. It took Jade nearly 16 months to get her daughter back after her mother took out an emergency order of protection to prevent Jade from being around her girl. Jade hasn't spoken to Angela in five years and doesn't expect to do so ever again, saying, I don't care what she does in her life. That's her mom. That's her mom. Yeah, that's her mom. Can you believe it? All because they didn't want to move away away with the granddaughter? All because of that. What what kind of sick? That's what I'm saying. What kind of sick? That's some meshed fucking family dynamics right there. What's going on? What has happened? What is going on? Like, mom, do you not what get is this is what families on? do? Yeah. Like, wh- what insecurities do you got? You don't want to be alone with your step, uh, with your husband? What? what? What is going on? And clearly, the girl Jade was saying, we were moving out of the place. Yeah. Like, 
so clearly Jade with her husband and her kid, their little tiny family living with her mom. Mm-hmm. There comes a point when a grown woman is like, I want my own place. Oh, yeah. I want yeah. my own space. Exactly. But her mother couldn't take that. Oof. Can you, um, this is like a lifetime movie. Oh, that's, yeah, that's definitely a lifetime movie. You know, movie. obviously they would put in some murder, sure, you know, some sure, murder some, for hire in there. Some oxygen. Uh, and who series. knows whether that's what the lady did. Yeah. Who knows? You know, who knows? She could have, <sighs> and nobody knows that she could have done that. But yeah, so the lady wins a million dollars from the police department because of the false arrest. Well, well that's so pretty it good. sounds like there was not even a, a so bad that, check. Yeah. So basically they just, they just said, we are we going to violate your constitutional yeah. rights. And they can, they, whoever Angela is, was able to convince them to yeah. do this. Yeah. Cause and, yeah. Ooh. And so now well, good but, for, her for winning the money. Right. And so my thing now is, but what do we know about sheriffs? They can't be, you know, sanctioned sheriffs are uh, like in the old West. They're the law of the land. What do you mean? They can't be sanctioned. They can't be sanctioned. You can't remove a sheriff. Only oh, you mean, only, oh, the elected yeah. sheriff. Yeah. Right. Only yeah. the people can speak. No. I mean, and hopefully say, hey, they'll recall. Yeah, or, hopefully this will be like, yeah. Hey, look what happened. And do, 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 now do, police and, are different. Yeah. But if your little small town is like, you know, everybody's right. Then, right. you know, exactly. Power lies yeah. with those people. Exactly. But at least she won the money. She won the money. And she can move. And she can move. And, the fuck and away she, from Angela. And clearly she's like, I she's haven't like, spoken to my I mama in five years about and I don't care. Bye, Angela. Yeah. But wow. the sickness in that. that. Yeah, there's some mommy dear shit happening in there. Sick. That's Sick. Shit. Well, you know what? Jade, we wish you well. Yeah. We wish you mental well. health, mental Jesus. wellness. Trauma. Ugh. Uh, let's take a quick break. I'll come back with my story and then we'll get into some rapid fire. All right. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. All right. We're back to what are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? Back from our breaky break. Oh, you know what we didn't do? Rate, right. review, subscribe. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. Rate, review, and subscribe. If you yep. like this podcast, tell your friends, your families, and your enemies, they should be listening to this shit. And right. Enjoying it. And right. And Telling everyone and sharing is caring. This yeah. is the season of giving. You know, and I was like, we're like a mom and pop Give the store. gift of podcast to your friends <laughs> right. and family by telling them to listen to this podcast. We're a mom and pop. We're a mom and mom. We are not like these other podcasts. <laughs> we that ain't are got like no publisher. Sponsors. We ain't got no we're agent. Not actresses. We're actors. not former comedians. No. We're, we're just regular. stiffs. <laughs> Regular out there working a nine to five, taking do, time in our evenings in the week to do this, to bring you this entertainment, to bring it to the table, to bring it to the table, to We're just give you our perspective, for our little bit of support out yeah. there. Yeah, get get our get our listening, get us going. audience up. Let's make some shit happen. Yeah, we won't forget you when 2020 we make it should be the year of our. We, we're breaking Zoom. out. We're breaking out yeah. of this, but it requires. Our we listeners. need your support. And how can you support us? By sharing, caring, rating and reviewing and subscribing. For sure. Uh, giving us your stories. Tell people. Yeah. Listen to it. It's funny. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I think we're funny. I think we're funny. I think we're funny. I think we're funny. Think we're funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so. And we also give great public service announcements. Absolutely. And we bring in you. 
top news stories. Top news stories. Because crazy never sleeps. And the stories never end. Yeah. Because that's so, what we do around here. Yeah. All, All right. right. My final story for the evening. Oh, I thought we were going to... Well, we got rapid fire, but oh, this is my okay. final full story. Oh, okay. All right, calm down. I was already prepared Got for it. my rapid. Well, I, yeah, because you'll start it. Jesus. Okay. 39 episodes in, we're still arguing about this shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, this comes from the conservation.com. You will appreciate this story. Hmm, now you got me curious. How craft is good for your health. Crafting, like what I do? Yes! Hello! At a time when many of us feel overwhelmed by the 24-7 demands of the digital world, craft practices alongside other activities such as coloring books for grown-ups and the upsurge of interest in cooking from scratch and product productive home gardens are being looked at to something of an antidote to the stresses and pressures of modern living. Crafts such as knitting, crochet, weaving, ceramics, needlework, woodwork, focus on repetitive actions, and a skill level that can, uh, can always be improved upon. According to the famous psychologist Mahaley, I'm not even going to fucking try to pronounce <laughs> that last name. Holy mo- I don't know. Okay. Mahaley Holt. Let's go. I'll just say it's C-S-I-K for the first four letters. C-S-I-K? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Mahaley says. Anyway, this famous yeah. psychologist says this allows us to enter a flow state, a perfect immersive state um, balance between skill and challenge with what is increasingly referred to today as mindfulness being much desired quality for many people. It's not surprising crafts are being sought out for their mental and even physical benefits. Craft as therapy. For over a century, arts and crafts-based activity have been the core part of occupational therapy that emerged as a distinct health field around the end of the First World War in response to the needs of returning soldiers. This includes many suffering from now what we refer to as post-traumatic stress disorder, but then was referred to as shell shock. Shell shock. Sell that ten times. Seashore. That sounds like a shell shock. I'm so, I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> um, knitting, basket weaving, and other craft activities were commonplace in the reparate, rep, repatriation support offered during or throughout much of the English speaking world to the returned veterans of the two world wars. This was both diversional therapy, taking your mind off pain and negative thoughts, as well as skills developed geared towards re entering civilian force. More recently, research is seeking to better understand just how craft is so beneficial for the body and mind. Interestingly, much of the focus has been on mental health and well-being through um, brought about by knitting. <laughs> the benefits of craft according to science. A large-scale international online survey of knitters found respondents reported they derived a wide range of perceived psychological benefits from the practice Relaxation, relief from stress, a sense of accomplishment, connection to tradition, increased happiness, reduced anxiety, enhanced confidence, as well as a cognitive abilities, improved memory, concentration, and ability to think through problems. In more clinical context, introducing knitting into lives of hospital patients with anorexia nervosa led to a self-reported reduction in anxious preoccupation without, with eating disorder thoughts and feelings. 
Some 74% of research participants described feeling distracted or distanced from the negative emotional and cognitive states, as well as more relaxed and comfortable. Over half said they felt less stress, a feeling of accomplishment, and less likely to act on their ruminating thoughts. In another study, knitting was found to reduce workplace stress and compassion fatigue experienced by oncology nurses. Uh, quilting has been found to be to enhance participants' experience of well-being as they move into older age. Research reports quilters find work challenging, cognitively demanding, and it helps maintain a, or generate new skills. And working with color is found to be uplifting, and especially in winter. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Scary. Maybe that's why I don't have winter blues. Maybe. Um, so why does craft make us feel good? What unites most all of the studies is that while practice of craft, especially such as knitting, quilting, needlework, woodworking, may at first appear to be relatively private activities, the benefits also substantially arise from social connection craft enables. These have been reported across the whole communities impacted by disasters such as recovering, the recovery following the 2011 Christchurch earthquake. One of the strengths of craft practice, especially as a contributor to well-being, is precisely that it can be both solitary and collective, and it's up to the individual to decide. For the shy, the ill, or for those suffering from various forms of social anxiety, this control, as well as the capacity to draw away any uncomfortable focus upon themselves and instead channel this into the process of making, is a much-valued quality in craft practice. The research into physical and mental health benefits of craft remain largely qualitative and based on self-reporting, and it especially explores its capacity to generate positive health outcomes through positive mental health. While there's much more work to be done here, it's clear craft continues to play a key role enhancing the quality of life of those who participate in its practices. Boom! Wow. So wow. those crafting to 4 a.m. Is, <laughs> is helpful. Making your mental health good. <laughs> I, you know, I'm exhausted at the end of the day, but there, I'm telling you, there are times. Oh yeah. Yeah. There are times even at four o'clock when I'm, I have to force myself to go to bed because I'm like, Oh shit, the the sun is going to come up. I better get to bed. Like I, I've literally forced myself. (laughs) Um, so there would be times where I could stay up the whole night crafting. Because you get in the zone. Because I'm in the zone. I'm not not thinking about anything. I'm thinking about just my project. And when I'm in the flow, I don't want it. I can't stop because if I stop, that stops the flow. Exactly. Yeah. So, Pinky, girlfriend. Pinky, keep on crafting. We got another craft weekend coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's Um, beneficial to our health. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. So, crafters unite. Craft away, baby. Keep crafting. You you craft your way to good mental health. Yes. Good mental health. And also go to therapy if you need to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you need to. Or craft away. Knit. Knit. Obviously, quilt. I I do all of those things. I mean, art definitely helps my mental health. I do. I haven't quilted in a while, but I do. You can make quilts? I can quilt. Yes. I can quilt. Um, I can knit. Hello. I can crochet. I can sew. I can, I do all kinds of any, like anything crafty I will attempt, although, and I'm working on this because when they talked about um, uh, problem solving or getting over, you know, where the mental, where you're having to uh, get over some anxieties. Yeah. 
part of my anxiety that I was working with in 2019 was it's okay to make a mistake in my crafting oh. because I would stop or I wouldn't use product because I was like, Oh, but I, what happens if I mess it up? Oh. And so I would stop. Yeah. And so this year was like, it was a conscious effort of saying, just do it. So what if I just mess up? It. Yeah. I can redo it again. Mm -hmm. I can do something else. I can learn from what yeah. didn't work. Yeah. So that was my 2019 uh, realization that it didn't matter as yeah. long as I was doing something that I liked. It I wasn't a waste keep, of time. Keep doing it. It's yeah. not a waste of time. Not a waste of time. Um, I think that my my art is more. Your your art is very precise. Yeah, like you got a major. I don't shit. think so. You got a. I think yours is more precise. Really? I think oh, yours yeah. is more precise. Yeah. Because no. yours is like measuring and cutting and yours has to you and... have to do color coordinating. Inter Isn't I, that interesting? I, yeah. Like I couldn't put all the color. And I, a Pinky is a better designer, like, you know, than me. Um, she has an eye for color, eye for design. And me, I just kind of go with the flow. But yeah, no, you have an eye huh. for color that's and an eye for design. And that's interesting how we see each other's shit is yeah. like. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, mine's is okay. Like, yours is like, whoa. Wow. And same. That's how I think and of Pinky And I see stuff. yours and I'm like, holy shit. That's like. I think of Pinky like, and I say, whoa, point. she just blew this one out yeah. the park. I can't reach that well, level. Well, either way, just yeah. keep making art. Keep making. Keep making art. Keep yeah. crafting. For sure. she's crafty. Yep. That girl is crafty. <laughs> oh, All right. Let's get into some. <laughs> that was a Beastie boy. Uh, rapid fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We ready? Or yeah. We let's do a break? this rapid fire. Let's, we got time? Uh, we got time. We may have to take a break before we're done, but um, we should get three in each. Okay. All right. Just so here, here's my story. first one. How about that? I didn't read this one. Okay. Uh, this comes from Fox 12. Okay. Couple stage store robbery. Then bought rings and made video of engagement at Walmart. Read that again now. A couple staged a store staged robbery. A store robbery mm -hmm. Then bought rings and made a video of engagement at Walmart. Why? <laughs> Why? Uh, <laughs> like, were they trying to be like a Bonnie and Clyde uh, couple? Like, we're badass. We're robbing shit. And then we're going to go to Walmart and do a fucking video. Or, or one of those, like, look, he They're got me. They're trying to go viral, basically. They're trying to go viral instead of just fucking get engaged. Or just be okay with whatever cheap little right. band, even if it's from the 25-cent yeah. little machine. Exactly. Because like, now what? fucking around. Now what? Yeah. You aren't getting married now. Yeah. You're going to be spending time in prison. Oh, so that, that means they actually did the robbery. Yes. Okay. I understood it meaning staged, sta meaning like stage. It's fake, right? No, meaning, meaning they fucking they robbed knew. the place, stole these fucking rings, then go and do this video at Walmart of the engagement when now meaning, they're going to be. Me and you yeah. are engaged. You're working at the liquor store. Right. I know you're working at the liquor store. We plan to rob the liquor store. Right. And you tell the police, I don't know who it was. Right. Okay. Uh, and then you and I then will go to Walmart. We'll buy a ring. Act like we all lovey-dovey. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Mm. Look at it. He got, uh, you know, or she got me a big, big, yeah. big bling ring. Yeah. When no, honey, you 
You can't afford bling, bling, yeah. bling ring exactly. working at Taco Bell. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. Yeah. Can you believe it? Oh, people greed. That, and I'm this like, don't greed. be kidding like, with the Joneses. Just be happy with what you have. You, you booze were in love. Yeah. You were together. Come on. You were going to sail off into the sunset together. No, you got to walk it up. Now one is now you're gonna going to go to jail. Prison over here. No One's conjugal going to visits the, over nah. there. You ain't getting shit. Nope. Now they're going to be booed up some, with somebody else. Yeah. You know, yeah. All right. This is uh, from Jezebel.com. Leah Remini says, Beck denying he's a Scientologist is a, quote, pussy move. So She's Beck calling, is a Scientologist. Oh, Leah Remini does not she doesn't play, play. When it comes to Scientology. And is there something in Scientology play. that you have to? Cl- I mean, is it like, hey, you need to claim us like. Why are you ashamed to claim us, Beck? I mean, you know, is there something in Scientology that says they're supposed to? I don't know. Or or you denouncing that you're not? Well, I would say that him denying it would probably get him trouble with Scientology. Wouldn't I? I mean, I mean, for everything that I've read and watched, it's not a secret. Is that they don't? If you say you're not in it, that's when they come after you. So I would say this kind of puts him. Yeah, if and Leah's just saying. She, she's oh, no, just no, no, saying, no. don't we fuck know around. We know yeah. you are. Like, yeah, she's like, I was. But in didn't it. she I've been in it. I know it. I know what happened. Jada Pinkett said she said Jada was in Scientology too, we're and I think that. No, yeah, I think that are. came out that no. they weren't. They they she'd been in Scientology. She's that was one of the things that Leah had said was, oh yeah, no, uh, Jada Pinkett is in. The church, but she's like, no, I'm not in Scientology. I, I think that was her. I can't, don't quote me, but I know it was that she had gotten somebody, she had called somebody else out, and it that person said, absolutely not. I'm not saying that I didn't go and look into it because I'm looking at different things, but I'm not involved in Scientology. Um, I don't know whether that's the same thing as Beck. Like Jada Pika Smith explains why she was mistakenly labeled as a Scientologist. Um, and I don't know if that's the same for Beck. I mean, I don't know. If I know, it's and like who one knows? Of those I don't know. I don't yeah. know. We can't go into it, but, right? Um, right. I think I thought the Will Smith. Um. Oh, so founded a private school with Will Smith called New Village Leadership Academy. Oh, that already sounds like I want to, you know, start. Pekin Smith said uh, science. <laughs> Uh, people thought she was in Scientologist because she took courses at the church and had an interest in study technology and founded a private school with Will Smith called New Village Leadership Academy, which integrated study study tech to their technology methods. So she was dabbling. In. Yeah, she's dabbling. Yeah. You can't say that you weren't. But is that the same the, as, the yeah, does that the but same as what, saying, hey, but, I'm, uh, I'm Scientologist. Know, according to Leah, Leah Remini and her, you know, her Little show that cult she's thing. done, is a lot of them that, I mean, a lot of celebrities dabble in it. Right. Well, just like they did with, what was that one uh, thing Madonna was all involved in? Oh, Kabbalah. Yeah. Yeah. Then all of a sudden everybody's dabbling in Kabbalah. Right. So the, the Scientology 
cult mm-hmm. does try to pull celebrities in. Oh yeah, I that's mean, money. That's, 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 that's their money. money. You know, they want. They're all about money. Is it? Isn't and that so, what happened with Nexium? He um, was only targeting. And I wealthy. think she even talked about how as long as you're giving enough money, uh-huh. you get cut some slack yeah. on doing the courses and all that stuff. Right. So. They built the school. Yeah. So they were probably cut some slack on completing the courses, courses. because they're giving money. Or they didn't have to pay for the courses. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, don't worry about exactly. it. We, we got you. So don't worry about taking Leah paying 500000 uh, for this course. out Beck saying, you know, don't say you're not when you are. Beck, what are you ashamed of, dude? I mean, if you are, you are. If you are, you are. I mean, you're, you know? in, a, you're in a cult. You better call your dad. Just say, but, um, <laughs> just say you are. <laughs> just you know? say you are. That way, that way we can help save you or exactly. we'll keep an eye on you. Because exactly. if you disappear, we'll know. We'll know. We'll know who did it. Where's Shelly McGaff or whatever her hair is? <laughs> oh, <don't> make- scavenge. <laughs> That's no. like calling Candyman. You already said it twice. So <laughs> don't say it three times and we're going to have them right there at All our door. Right, what you got next? Uh, George Zimmerman sues Trayvon Martin's family and Florida prosecutor for a hundred million claiming they engaged false evidence in his homicide trial for shooting dead the unarmed black teen in 2012. How can this even be a thing? I don't know. I'm like, why can't you just sail away into the sunset? Get the fuck off the planet. Yeah. I can't stand you. You keep Coming in, in into the media, yeah. I, I mean, it I keeps and I'm like, up. and what freaking attorney would take this case? Somebody that just wants to make money off of an idiot named George or the name, Zimmer. yeah, the name, yeah, to be out like, in just, public just to make money off right. of George, and it's unfounded, it's ridiculous. Um, Jason also sent me that story. So. Oh, did he? Yeah. You 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 yeah. up, one upped him on that one. Yeah. Um I, I think it's disgusting. It is. I think it's disgusting. Because he was auctioning you have off no humanity. Yeah, none. He was auctioning off the gun that exactly. he shot Trayvon uh-huh. with. Yep. You know, yeah. As if it's some kind of memorabilia that people would want. And that's yeah. the sad thing is there's probably somebody out there that of course. Want to buy it. Of course. Ugh, of course. Disgusting. But I'm like, dude. You're a piece of crap. Yeah, you're a, a piece, piece of, of crap. Go home. Yeah. All right. Uh, this was, comes from Cairo7.com, also from Jason. Newspaper accidentally runs ad for pictures with Satan, not Santa. <laughs> what? Somebody did How do read. you accidentally? Come on. Well, I would say this. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, Santa, there's some of the same letters. I mean, you could have just been, the person could have just been typing away and then, oh. But I think, where was your proofreading? You don't even have to read it, apparently. I mean, Where's your copywriter? Where's the person that has eyeglasses on? Make sure somebody's checking and spell checking and, um, yeah, and make sure that someone is checking in to... You don't put Satan. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could it be Satan? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. You got one more? Yeah. All right. Florida woman fakes medical issue on plane to get bigger seat, police say. 
the woman claimed to have breathing issues during the flight, according to Pensacola Police Department, and the plane returned to the airport. (laughs) What? She fakes a medical issue. To get a bigger seat. But then they end up just having to return to the airport. Because she faked because a medical she, issue. And yeah. they're not just going to say, oh, come on, honey, let's yeah. get you come in first class. first class. Why are you like, <laughs> you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just come with the first class. They don't know whether you're having a heart attack or not. If I could just sit in first class. Yes. <laughs> I, I could put I in peanuts. butter in first class. Uh, I know I could with some champagne. Right. And, uh, something. right. Right. And, and that. Big old headrest. Right. I'd be fine. <laughs> Put me first. Right. Class. So then they end up so just saying, they, no, turn it we, around. we ain't doing that, baby. Turn we got to get around. you to the hospital. Oh. And it was all And it was fake. fake. All fake. At that point, just go with it. And then once you get to the hospital, be like, yeah, well, I'm feeling better, I'm better now. I'm not sure what I, I, happened. Maybe it was anxiety. Yeah, I must have had something happen to me. Anxiety or attack. Maybe some something, something. in recycled air. Like, oh, yeah. Just go with it at that point, girl. Like, you're yeah. already in it. Oh, yeah. Just go go uh, with it. You yeah. ain't getting into first class. No. Nope. There's no point in... Take that shit no. to the grave with there you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Serial faker. Serial faker. faker. Yep. All right. Let's squeeze one more in here. Um, I found this an interesting. I hadn't read the article yet, but I just thought that the um, title's funny. Uh, this was come from NewYorkPost.com. Hasbro... The toy company. Toy company. Acquires gangster rap label Death Row Records as part of $4 billion deal. Hasbro? <laughs> My Little Pony, meet Tupac Shakur. OMG. Isn't that weird? I mean, what do they I, I mean, want? Are they now in the companies? music business? I mean, what? You know, it's just companies acquiring companies and, you know, that's how it goes. But I just think it's kind of weird, like a toy a company. A toy company buying, buying death row rap, rap. Rapper, yeah, records, which is mainly known for, like, you know, uh, Snoop Dogg, Dre, right. Tupac, all in the, you know, the early 90s, um, uh, you know, that whole... Suge all Knight. Those com- it all yeah. comes with Suge Knight. All of it, you know, so... O-M... Jade. So well they, well, they they obviously saw some sort of lucrative ac- aspect I mean, yeah, of the like, death row because it's no longer. I'm assuming they're just buying all the music, and a lot of people. I mean, I so that to means Tupac. Tupac's all his now stuff. that royalty is gonna go to Hasbro, and I because I heard that you know Tupac had written all kinds mm-hmm. of songs that he never ever oh yeah you yeah. know used yeah wow. Hasbro, mm. Hasbro's gonna be making the money still. Ugh. That's not, I mean, I guess it's smart. Yeah. Smart, smart move. You know? But at the same time, it's like <laughs> toy company death row. Yeah. Okay, mm. cool. All right. Well, we one have more? come to oh, oh we I don't know. We Can we do one more? Each? Oh, okay. Well, I got one more. On I want to hear your All right. perspective. Do it on quick this and one. then okay. I won't do one because I had a lot of Chipotle has nurses check if workers who call in sick or just hung over. Come on, Chipotle! <laughs> if we have to we have to ban Chipotle now. <laughs> now I gotta cancel Chipotle. <laughs> you gotta cancel Chipotle. Chipotle is Chipotle my go-to has if I need to take <laughs> Nurses check if workers who call in sick are just hung over. Come on, you guys. <laughs> Come the fuck on. 
<laughs> See, this is the, this is the kind of shit that pisses me off. <laughs> just let people call uh, in sick. Yeah, just just let just let it. Yeah. you know. But apparently, they pay for the sick leave. Well, who gives a fuck? Right. You use up your sick leave. You use up your you, sick leave. Who cares what you're yeah. sick for? Yeah. Your yeah. fault if you ain't got no time left and you're really sick. You probably shouldn't use it on that hungover. Right. Right? Like, that's how you learn. Yep. Yeah. And then, then you deal with it when you deal with it. Let them use their sick time however you need to use yep. their sick time. Training. I mean, if they're concerned about people coming into work sick, that's called training, people. Yeah. You're, that's what your managers are there for. Ensuring that somebody's not coming sick or contagious so I, I mean, or that, yeah, like, you know, not doing the safety of hand washing, wearing gloves. Like, you just deal that's, with it yeah. as a performance issue if yeah. a person is constantly calling in sick. Oh, you've run out of your sick time. Right. I'm and sorry. And you're not going to get rid of like food poisoning no. because people poop. They won't wash their hands exactly. and they're making your burritos. I, <laughs> so I like, would rather like make sure they're doing that kind of shit. Spend time on. Instead of worrying about whether my them. dude is hungover. Yeah. Right. And if you if somebody's coming in hungover, you know, I ain't going to yeah. give a shit. Right. Who knows what they're going to be doing Ooh, then? Yeah. Who knows when they I'm go like, to the bathroom? I'm, and what? I don't give a fuck. Are what they I'm using doing. toilet paper or fuck. what? I don't right. care what happens. <laughs> right. All yeah. right. Yeah. We have come to the end of the road. Yes. Episode number another episode in the book over with. Um, next week will be fall tag. Turning forty next week. Turning people. forty. Remember, rate, rate review, review, share. Sharing is caring. Let Subscribe. us blast off. In the year 2020. Yeah. Make it, make it, make us what are gift. you bringing to the table? The most talked about podcast. There you go. We want to go to that podcast. Uh, we want to go. What's that podcast? The convention. Yeah. Yeah. We want to, <laughs> we want to be, go. make invited. our dreams come true. <laughs> yeah. Make our dreams come true. But thank you for listening as always. Yes. And until next week, nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy?